listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. I met this girl when I was 10 years old and what I love most, she has so much soul. She was old school when I was just a shorty, never knew throughout my life that she would be there for me on the regular. Not a church girl, she was secular. Not all about the money, no studs was my checking her, but I respected her. She hit me in the heart. A few New York niggas had did her in the park, but she was there for me and I was there for her, put out a chair for her, turn on the F for her and just cool out cool out and listen to her sitting on my own wishing that i could do her. eventually if it was meant to be then it would be because we was related physically and mentally and she was fun then i'd be geek when she come around slim was fresh yo when she was underground original pure untampered a down sister boy i tell you i miss her yes yes y'all hey welcome to the black out test podcast your host rod and Karen. we're in the house on a saturday mm-hmm. also on uh blackout tips day yes uh and also on our anniversary yes so it's like you know what i'm saying feedback anniversary uh second annual of the blackout tips day if you got some blackout tips gear if you got a mug if you got whatever sure it don't matter you know Poster take a picture of it put it online let folks know you're wearing us. it go outside today in your blackout tip shirts your and stuff your friends. let people know that you know like hey they might be like oh shit i recognize that girl i ain't know you were in this you never know how they gonna react to it you know you might find you might find the love of your life today you be like you what never know. you listen to them nicks too you know what i'm saying <laughs> you already know y'all both say nigga if y'all listen to this so come on i'm just saying uh blackout tuesday man make sure you celebrate it with the people that you love and uh spread some love out there uh we appreciate everybody that does talk about it use the hashtag tbgwt because that way we see it on twitter and stuff mm-hmm. and instagram and whatnot and we track that stuff and we you know retweet and and share and spread all that stuff because we love to see y'all showing love like that we do. uh you know it's a big deal what we're doing and like i said it's our second annual one of these like you know we and we figure we make it on a day where we don't have to remember a new day Come it's on, already significant it's, an, it's, a, it's enough days i got to remember mine ain't gonna lie it's already significant to both of us um and you know this is our 15th anniversary so i know i didn't realize i i knew it had been that long but it, it just snuck up because it don't feel like it yeah 15 years ago we went to the justice of the peace Come on, with my parents you. your mama was 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 witnesses mm-hmm. and went out to mccormick and schmitz afterwards yeah tried to get it before that but the but the uh courthouse like uh y'all need witnesses and they can't be the other two niggas are trying to get married too like y'all need somebody else you know we went to um you know went to uh the apartment our first apartment we had only moved in there i think we'd only been there one night one um, two nights at the max if that long because uh i remember being so tired from moving everything that day and then labor day was like a monday and we had the day off for both of our jobs mm, uh, i had to work oh you worked that day okay so we had the day off from my job mm-hmm. and karen had to work she was a waitress at ihop mm-hmm. so you know waitresses don't get days off like everybody else and after that she came home and we went to the justice of peace and um you know came back home to our futon come on you know we had to buy a washer and dryer from yeah, best buy on credit on credit 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Who wasn't balling? Who wasn't big balling? Mm-hmm. Okay. They, they were, I, you know, I, you know, I wasn't grown yet. So they were like, they got the match. I was like, nigga, do they work? Well, right. they don't match. I don't give a fuck if they match. Are uh, they the cheapest thing and they run? Yeah, I think we got the open box special. On we did. Joint. We was like, what's on sale, my nigga? Right. So we had that, you know, we hooked all that stuff up, you know, for the first time. Um, you know moving with the furniture we brought from our you know our houses you know from yeah, we stay with like our parents. basically from your house <laughs> yeah yeah that's true you know it was crazy at the time like karen was having some issues at home and stuff so it was like you know it wasn't no like get the fuck out shit but it was basically like get the fuck out shit and you know i was like why are we stressing you know we know we want to be together we got engaged in college it's like yeah we did you know i'm not scared to 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 do this and we never really wanted a wedding so we Uh didn't really do a wedding Mm -mm. we just uh you know we did we just went just just as a piece and yeah that was that was history man so you know we made it through a lot of uh stuff over these 15 years a whole lot of stuff uh and also i think it was not uh stressful at all i only had this outfit but you know this is back in the day i had me a squat set <laughs> did i walk with some pink sandals that right. was my outfit like it was uh you know easy breezy fill out the paperwork and take it from that so um it was uh you know it's been a minute but uh it doesn't feel like it man um still happy to be in love you yes. know after all this time you know you see a lot of people fall by the wayside you see a lot of people's lives change people grow together people grow apart all that stuff you know i don't really have much advice for people no, i think a lot of this is about temperament right luck um right. everybody's <laughs> personality is different because uh, I went to work the next day. I didn't tell nobody. And they, somebody, I guess I seen the wedding band on my hand. I was like, you got married? I was like, yes. They was like, uh, why you take the time? I was like, nigga, bills don't stop. Yeah, I, I didn't bills. tell anybody at my job, you know. And they they went out and, like, they saw the ring. They were insulted. I didn't tell them. I was like, I, to be honest, um, you know, I don't know y'all niggas like that. But, two, right. it wasn't really y'all business. And I wasn't really 100% sure when we were going to do it. But, right. you know, that's how easy breezy we were about it. It was like, we should just do it as soon as we can. And, um, you know, even, uh, you know, even my, my, the people that worked in my job were very much like, uh, well, let's take up a collection. They bought me, like, they gave me a bunch of money and, we went and bought our first vacuum cleaner, like <laughs> some practical, uh, with the money. Um, yeah, and we got a lot of help over the years. You know, it's it's not easy. Nah. Um, being being married young, cause we got married young. What twenty two? Yeah, twenty two. Mm-hmm. Right, was twenty three. No, no, no. You I had, think, we both twenty two, cause you right. had, you turned twenty three, so twenty three. Right. We were really young, and it's funny though, cause a lot of times, like younger people, the people ask me, should I get married? I tell them no. And everybody look at me like I'm the crazy one. I'm like, y'all, it's a lot of work. Don't don't right. don't step in this half heartedly. Most of the time, it put like this: if you got to ask somebody, the answer is probably no. Because if you know in your heart that this is what you need to do, you're going to do it. You're not really going to ask around to kind of get confirmation of whatever your answer is. So, well, you know, everybody's different. That's true. You might some people might need some advice. Some people might have to ask. You know, I, I'm not. It's just everybody's different, man. I I know everybody's path isn't the same. Correct. 
you know i think uh you know and a lot of stuff is just uh especially in the internet age is it's a little bit different because people share so much now people rely on other people a lot more um but you know we had a lot of help you know through through like we've had car i mean little stuff financial shit cars break down you know you had to take out a loan uh mm-hmm. you know i took out a loan i remember i took a loan out for my parents um and paid them back like super fast because i hate owing people anything mm-hmm. and even if it's my parents and that's what they there for it's still you know i hated that you know um right. but sometimes you have to like swallow your pride and do stuff like that you know um like certain it's certain things that you might want to do for like your career you know certain things you might want to do for just a hobby you have to take another person into account for that stuff you know and i think uh the you see over the years like certain people you know they can't do it or you know you make a selfish decision and then this like your household has to deal with the repercussions of that stuff correct you know so you know it's it's definitely not necessarily i wouldn't say it's to me personally it hasn't felt difficult i I, I won't you know i won't i know everybody likes that cliche but it hasn't been very difficult for me um it's it's been uh one of those things where like life is just gonna throw curveballs at you and you think you have a plan you just don't know what the plan is gonna be Mm -hmm. you don't know where you're gonna be but um you know i couldn't have picked a better person to be in this life with and uh especially you know uh you know i still remember when you had that jerry curl shining in front of the bus i'm on the soul glow like like so i mean i knew then (laughs) it was real Mm y'all and also something i can say uh shout out to your parents because one thing i can say about your mom and dad they have really been there for us through the years uh and it's one of those things where uh a lot of our cars literally was day old cars like right. I, i'm not even gonna lie we was like oh y'all get a new car we'll take that one oh y'all get a new car here w- w- what's the value for we'll pay you back you know for that is because i you know because i tried everybody's different but i try to be very practical and reasonable when it comes to making big purchases so i was like hey dog uh i don't want to spend no more than we got to spend mm-hmm. uh because you know as far for as financially like we're not the same yeah. now no i mean but but on what like what yeah, well, like, well, with the vehicle stuff like we okay. purchased from your dad versus going out and getting a big right. ass loan and purchasing a new car because like the car i have now it's the first car that this over 2000 all my cars been 1990 something yeah but you, you know, know what same thing with mine right you know i mean it's just like i said we just uh i mean it helps that we're not really one of those people that's like a couple that's out there like i'm trying to live for other people or whatever and not you know actually i do have advice to give people because people always ask for like well what what would you say that was the one thing i would say man live for y'all come on that's more important than anything nobody can tell you how to live your life and no everybody's blueprint is not necessarily the same and it's not necessarily the same for your happiness like people have their idea of the lines that your life should go in you know and and this this isn't just for relationship shit this is for life like life shit so it doesn't matter if you're single with somebody polyamorous open relationship whatever the fuck you whatever designation you have upon yourself right your goal number one your that you have to know yourself and be uh committed to the things that make you happy for yourself first right. you know and i think 
throughout all this stuff that's that's probably number one thing i've learned because we haven't always had Mm-mm. you know what i'm saying so Mm-mm. we haven't always had the means to be like i'm gonna buy this i'm gonna get that i'm gonna go this place you know we haven't always been able to travel but you still have to set up a home you know and and not and that might not be a physical home i mean sometimes you might not be home and housing stable like i understand that too like mm-hmm. like sometimes home you find home in each other you find home in yourself and that's kind of the thing i would say the most because you know you listen to other people they'll tell you like you need to have a car uh 2.3 kids a house with a picket fence um you know you gotta pay for your kids to go to college you need to have this many degrees whatever the plan is that people have for your life that's not your plan that's not what you can the count the cost you want to pay or the uh things that you want to live with you know a lot of people and it's never too late a lot of people wake up every day and they realize like the things that people said would make me happy didn't right so and we've been very fortunate to kind of know uh early on like certain things that make us happy and to also be able to communicate and gravitate towards things it's like i don't think this is making me happy what can we do to 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 work on that so you know that's the only advice i would give people yeah and like i said and it's and also like you say every day that you wake up is an opportunity to change something in your life and if you wake up and you realize you're in a relationship you don't want to be in a friendship you don't want to be in whatever it is you can wake up and you can change it and and the thing is changing is not easy for people to do because people come accustomed to a certain lifestyle or accustomed to certain people being around them but if this person or uh uh people are is siphoning life from you and siphoning joy from you in my opinion that they're not worth it because your life is is in my in my opinion your life should be about your happiness because you only have one life to live and if you live your entire life based off of what somebody else wants right you're not going to ever meet that expectation um so you know in my opinion uh when it comes or even my thing is even if you do it, you still might not be happy correct there's a whole lot of people that went well my parents told me to do this my parents said I had it this many kids and this and, and you look around you're not happy i'm just saying like chase what makes you happy because at the end of the day that's the only thing that you got you know so that's right. that's what i would throw in there because i think a lot of people look like look like i see people say like relationship goals couple goals and stuff like that which is cool you know i really appreciate people that <clears throat> say very nice things like that but mm-hmm. at the same time like don't model your blueprint after anybody else because you just don't know and like i said even relationship couple any of that shit some there's people that are you know by yourself but you happy you happy dog. you winning you winning at life you know what i mean like the goal isn't to just be coupled up and miserable mm-hmm. you know like i said it's we're very fortunate people and um you know and we appreciate everything that we built and i still remember the futon and the fucking the tv that if too much light <laughs> came on if it got too much white on the screen it would make a static sound and it was loud as fuck yeah we had a whole lot of first together like oh let's get our first tv mm-hmm. let's get our first debt you know right. what I'm saying? Let's, <laughs> let's, let's get our let's, first let's buy our first bed <laughs> right like like literally <laughs> i mean because we would like I think the bed you had broke so for a while we was actually like laying on like the double mattresses on the floor till we can get the money to get the bed like right so we haven't always had now you know when we was talking about cars and there's something about if you have a car particularly if your car is paid off and is an older car 
and um if you're happy with that car be happy because i remember a lot of people used to be like why don't you get a new car and a lot of times they would get the shock of their life when i'm like are you gonna pay the car payment right everybody be like no i'm like okay then my car's fine yeah that i'm just saying man live for yourself like don't don't live for other people and and then and like i said the other thing is this is our path you know i'm very right. happy and and uh proud to you know like most people would look at our lives on paper and be like that's not how you do that <laughs> they said show up yeah oh so you just gonna get married to this person like you're not gonna travel you're not gonna find mm-hmm. other people you're not gonna y'all not gonna have no kids how you know it's even love uh right. y'all young y'all you know where y'all children at like all this oh, shit y'all you know you supposed to wait till you 35 to find somebody all this type of shit but you know what that's their blueprint it's not mine and uh you know that's why we here today so happy 15 yeah happy 15 to you too and before we go and something that is just hilarious i enjoy talking to your daddy because your daddy talks about us and when he talks about us he tells me it's hilarious he said i know y'all grown and stuff he said but y'all are still like two big ass children because he was like y'all y'all watch cartoons y'all play video games like i'm like yeah because you know what that makes us happy you know i don't ever think you can get to the age where you can quote unquote outgrow something if it truly makes you happy i agree uh all right we need to get into uh the people that uh put in on this man uh all the people that donated to the show and whatnot um oh yeah that's right i gotta load up these emails um (laughs) uh but uh you know we're gonna play the song and um why is it taking so long for this shit to load yeah we're gonna play the song and give everybody their shout outs too also Mm -hmm. i signed up for um uh for this thing today where we can see our reviews uh from our more than just one country wonderful so we'll ch- i'll check out more of that and see if i need to actually like pay into that because it might be a, a thing we should do uh right so we can see them all because i know sometimes people leave and we might not get to them to a year or two later because we don't know they out there right so um yeah i don't know why this thing isn't loading my emails <sighs> i'm gonna have to do this on my laptop on my computer it's gonna be a long ass <laughs> process we're gonna get through it though guys we're gonna do this together we're gonna make it yeah i don't know what is going on with my iphone um all right so we'll just do it the the old-fashioned way oh my announcement i did want to have like a a a little bit of announcement uh for everybody because i did say i had like something cool coming up to celebrate today um so on teespring we open up a store that has the new logo Mm -hmm. stuff Mm -hmm. so um now it only has two of the three because i'm still waiting on one person to get back to me about the coming to america logo Mm -hmm. um and once that gets worked out i'll put that on there as well correct but um yeah you can buy new gear um you know for the black outists with the new New logos on it Mm -hmm. you know we got like hoodies and shirts and shirts for women and um uh mugs and stuff like that now the one hoodie that has the two mics on it you can wait a little bit to buy it because I, when i put it in i accidentally put the wrong price it's supposed to be like i they put it default prices of like 40 dollars, and i mean that's cool i mean i'm not no not against making money and everything but i'm like that's not why we really sell these right, <laughs> like right. you we know what to i be mean reasonable because we want people to actually be able to afford them right so you know i i when it comes back i'll try to make sure the hoodie is uh down it should be the it should be 29.99 instead of the 
39 mm-hmm. that they got there but mm-hmm. anyway other than that everything is priced correctly and um uh, got the different logos it got coffee mugs everything so like uh and they 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 have different colors so click around find y'all something that you like um and enjoy it because uh like i said it's um you know hopefully uh you guys will enjoy spreading the love and next uh next blackout tips day everybody could be wearing their brand new gear that they got from uh this year and i really do like the page like it's all personalized got me you and justin on it is right. really neat looking y'all. it's real fun man i yeah, think y'all all, really gonna enjoy it yeah, all the new logos people been asking for you can actually get them there all right now i'm gonna try to play this song because like i said phone acting stupid um I dedicate this song to recession, recession depression, depression and unemployment my three sons today is a new day renita in hit us with that recurring donation but you guys know if if i say donation then it's recurring you already know that uh bambi hit us up we appreciate you yes sorry what happened to your mama in the woods okay that was wrong that hunter was crazy that was wrong sue him baby doyle b hit us with the one-time donation thank you very much doyle we appreciate you don't forget if you do a one-time donation you can also leave a message totally yeah. up to you you don't have to you can't it gives you option to leave a message yes it does marvin b yes marvin, marvin b. b thank you so much for coming through with this money uh km recurring donator thank you very much k i think k might be new mm-hmm. uh j4 hit us up with that recurring you know i come through every month you know when <laughs> Now, 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 when it's when it's flooding outside, y'all not gonna be able to get up in this church. Now, I'm just letting y'all know, so it's no hard feelings, okay? Like y'all, if we don't get a call first, then no, you're definitely not coming in. And if you, you do call first, it better be my delivery because I'm just looking for my pizza and I'm closing the door on you. So I'm gonna need no Oh, Lord. Nicole F. Nicole F. Hit us with that donation. We appreciate you, Nicole uh early days of photography you can take pictures of us uh you know and then when the flood come you just uh going back out see yourself out uh terrence s leaves us a recurring donation i mean a one-time donation says a message love what you guys do extremely inspirational well thank you i told you we inspirational this is i'm telling you we are so inspirational now listen if you need if you're in the time of crisis you need some help don't come here but <laughs> if we're gonna inspire you to run these coins <laughs> feel inspired to bring this dough okay because we're gonna be here all right um and the s uh also with the recurring i didn't even do the intro to the show you know the blackout tips five star reviews itunes stitcher we about to read them long as they nice bullet ball bullet ball extreme mm-hmm, bullet ball and bullet ball extreme you can donate on the show theblackoutist.com look on the right hand side leave five star reviews yeah i said that already okay, but okay you now you on top of it you just checking me uh jonathan h hit us with that recurrent and that's a brand new recurrent hey baby so go on to the new members class uh conrad take care of them. uh we also got a donation from mr span of the span report podcast you guys hey, should be listening to that you know mm-hmm. should be familiar if not get familiar Corey B. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Corey. We appreciate that money. That's hey, right. Baby. One time donation from our girl Joanna. 
we've been in the studio live with her with shadow dog mm-hmm. says i love the way you challenge my thinking and i appreciate your help in being a better ally but that is nice thank you baby that's not even why we do the show and that's a good bonus though we'll take it um oh my a thank you very much for your return we appreciate you putting in on this uh mary h coming through appreciate you mary we do uh janine r thank you very much janine mm-hmm. Ooh, so many people joseph o coming through thank you joe that's a new one prop joe nah nah that's not new okay rachel h thank you very much hey, rachel uh let's see who else we got here uh wait another joseph o what's going on is this repeating Never, uh stefan h i don't know maybe joe gay twice i don't know appreciate you joe thank you baby coming through coming through the buildings mm-hmm. jasmine a thank you jasmine jasmine uh we getting close to the end guys waste bees by sewer thank you so much hey y'all uh who else we got here we got michael irvin the playmaker thank you very much michael irvin thank you uh eric m attitude check bronco pride bronco damn pride that's correct alexander m thank you very much uh tyrone m no relation Mm-mm. thank you tyrone call him jason f ah! thank you so much jason hey we made it to the end of the song joseph O again what what is going on with your account joseph you might want to check that out i don't know what's going on courtney J- courtney three courtney r courtney r thank you is a brand new recurring donation uh i don't even know what the next song after this will be let me uh go visiting choir now you know what here to go visit the choir come on through uh terry w thank you very much anytime we need a payment he comes through we got a one time from falcons diva who says dropping a little extra on the collection plate for tbgwt day much love falcons diva thank, thank you falcons you, diva baby. we appreciate it uh gerard l thank you uh we got uh who else calvin in recurring thank you mm-hmm. and lastly we got a one-time donation from iman who says happy anniversary your black love and laughter means so much and is what this world needs more of hope your anniversary is everything you could hope it could be and more love y'all from iman nerd geek ninja on twitter thank you and it ended perfectly with the song I had to go into overtime i know this right uh yeah we, we thank, thank y'all. you we thank you choir we hope y'all have a good time on your way back home be sure no calls break down on you nothing like that yeah because we won't be coming out to help Mm-mm. so and if you need a place to stay overnight it won't be here so mm-hmm. i mean you ain't gotta get all your stuff but i mean you know you can come back and meet up tomorrow right well you know don't i mean fine good luck we'll be you'll be in our thoughts and prayers we'll definitely be thinking about you um but uh you know just don't step your stank ass up on my couch okay <laughs> all right um all right let's go to the itunes reviews like i said i i got a program that that well it tells me like the last 30 reviews or something i'll see about maybe going to the page and seeing like all the reviews but uh i was surprised we got reviews from a lot of places oh um, shit oh so it bought them all up yeah uh coffee light and sweet says yay this is my second review and will gladly do more Ryder karen consistently provide thought-provoking and brilliant commentary with a dose of comedy that will have you scream laughing with glee get some tbgwt in your life you need it that is all five stars thank you and the podcast and uh, the review title was straight no chaser and excellent podcast period in all caps 
uh let's see what else we got um so then in canada august 22nd we got this one. Oh shit i love it karen's laugh gives me life i mean it to review this for a while so here i am you guys are so right about tina Fey. she's blind her own racism the cake joke was so wrong stop stay home and let nazi do that thing is all the joke meant it meant not funny and nonsense it goes a cis white canadian woman this podcast is cool i need it all white people do i appreciate it oh and Thank i will throw baby. this in there too dog um trevor noah had a, j- a joke about like the anti-fascist people hitting people and they don't need to do it same thing for me with tina fey like yeah nigga that was not uh well actually no vegan ices was funny so it really is the same thing with tina fey like i did think some of her shit was funny just not all of it wasn't as bad as tina fey shit where you know with the the weird racial whatever to it that it wasn't like that but this whole like please don't punch the nazis thing i'm like what the fuck dog are y'all like am i walking out of inglorious bastards room like am i the one that's walking out like yeah they fucked them nazis up good job or are y'all walking out being like wow quentin tarantino why would you do that to those poor nazis i don't understand the rules is what i'm trying to say uh but you know uh i mean i still watch the daily show and all that shit but y'all been on that uh and i'm still a fan of uh uh trevor noah and roy wood jr and all those people over there but yeah man sometimes the shit don't be good like sometimes the jokes ain't good to me or i don't agree with them or whatever and i think they did that thing where uh this happens a lot with the with like people that think they're being impartial where they like well i've been joking on republicans so now i have to joke on the people on the left um but to me there's no equating the anti-fascist people with the white supremacy people so i don't know and i feel like only a person that's not from here could think that right um and that's why like i said that's why he got the job because for moments Mm -hmm. like that as well as uh and i and i and i said this when he did the philando castile shit watching him as a person of color in america learn about american racism and how it's different from where he's from and different it's like i'm not knocking where he's from Mm -hmm. not saying that it's easy or some shit that's not that's not what i'm saying racism is just a different type it's just different different manner right it's just different here Mm -hmm. and watching him kind of learn how ridiculous this shit is and go through it live on tv reporting it uh it's fascinating to me and i'm gonna continue to watch that shit but yeah i don't expect him to become like the super wokest nigga overnight but yeah i thought that joke was kind of whack uh let's see who else we got one from new zealand oh shit funny and informative only been listening for about two weeks after i heard them mention on my fave game of thrones podcast podcast fandom the two hosts are awesome and funny and they have equally hilarious guests came for the game of thrones recaps which are fantastic but they also cover a wide range of real world topics some of which can be hard to talk about slash listen to with their important conversations i appreciate their efforts in covering these topics highly recommend this podcast and plan on going premium for that backlog you are the great work thank you oh thank you Mm -hmm. let's see if we got any other ones new zealand dog right that person hit me on twitter let me know uh let's see i can't remember we did this one this one canada august 13th i don't remember we did it i don't remember you five stars every time if i could go i'd give you 10 stars five stars for the game of thrones recaps five stars for every other episode game of thrones recaps are the best i've heard they don't have all the they don't have all the book references but they more than make up for it with humor insight and layer of blackness that only house jackson could deliver yeah i honestly to be honest y'all i think the secret our recaps being so flames is that we don't read the books 
you know i think so too all jokes aside yeah Mm because too many like people that read the book start getting mad when they deviate from the book or being disappointed that a storyline was left out or you know like you can kind of even when they don't mean to be like i'm not saying they're wrong it's just you can never unknow what you know right so they can't ever look at it as just a tv show and i think when it does shit like you know hey let's fast forward through all the like the walking and right. bullshit and riding horses and all that shit right like that shit is cool to me because i'm just watching a tv show i think to fans they're like but what about all the things you're skipping or what about the pacing before this you know so anyway as for the balance on the show i've only got good things to say it always brings humor great insight and honesty thanks so much i look forward to the continued brilliance uh let's see if there's Thank any you, baby. other ones from outside the usa yeah, new zealand it's over there near wonga mm-hmm somebody just put love from the north from canada love from the north canada that's it oh thank you baby so yep um so yeah if, if i'll i'll try to like look into that plan mm-hmm. um later on to see if maybe we can uh upgrade uh and go back and find some of the other reviews that we probably missed for years because we we don't know yeah, unless down, y'all tell us yeah, down one of them countries we can't recognize the flag and we got one five star review on stitcher as well um and it's from dk08 who says i don't usually do this she said when given a five star review <laughs> where wherever you are be prepared to laugh out loud think agree or maybe even disagree either way the critiques and current events are thoughtful and the dialogue is elevated far beyond the pedantic and didactic Ooh, use them words uh on a a scale of nine to ten i give it a ten and remember i love you too all right back at you you. all right um and so we have uh you know obviously we have episodes uh that y'all left comments on the blackoutest.com uh and some you didn't leave comments on which is fine too we just go over them faster uh we had obviously the feedback show 15 13 sidestepping the whole tapping no comments and no comments in the poll the poll was should we have had a poll for this episode and the answers was yes 18 percent no five percent and 77 percent said wait a minute this is a poll (laughs) gotta be pretty sharp to follow this show guys think about it uh 15 14 we had aria of the three piece uh we had my man Corey glover mm-hmm. of the band living color with the new album shade coming out on the eighth so glad so many people really enjoyed that show uh, particularly across social media a lot of people let us know that they enjoyed we have fans telling us that they had seen them live already and they were fans of theirs and they were excited because he was excited yeah um and and the thing is like um you know now that it's over with you know uh when the pr person reached out for me like oh the guys are big fans da 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 i'm like i hope because we've had pr people reach out to us before we've had people that just want to be guests on the show and they say that shit and they're not really fans right we had people hit us up use our own name like i'm not even joking y'all we had somebody say rod and sharon in a damn uh a direct message on our facebook page to try to get it uh, to be a guest like you might know me from this video that went viral my name is so-and-so rod and sharon can you have me i'm like nigga you don't even know us you know and we are a little bit particular about who we do have as guests Mm -hmm. you know we prefer to have people that at least are familiar with the show um not that everybody gotta be a super fan or nothing Mm -mm. but 
you know um we prefer to have people that we like that we mm-hmm. know what they into and honestly we run out of time most of the time to have everybody we like on we yeah, it's we, hard to get just everybody yeah, we like we got on a long ass list some people been on the list for years we just haven't worked our way around to them right you know like i understand radio shows do things differently right, right. like they have a 10 20 minute interview with a person the person you know unless it's like the breakfast club or something like that like a long form interview most people they sit down with you for 10 minutes 12 minutes if they call you on the phone and they're just selling something hey buy my book hey check out this they don't really want to be guests they don't really want to be interviewed they give you like a little uh the questions you can ask like this is a completely different experience like from that you know it's just very much like hey um they they love to come on if, if you da 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 and they had some and uh, the dude had some like things in the email that made it sound like oh they might really be fans like mm-hmm. so uh it was just like a mind blowing thing for us you know because y'all know I'm kind of a, a pessimist a cynical like my thing was like I kept thinking like oh we gonna you know we gonna call him and he ain't gonna or on Skype and he gonna be like oh, you know I guess I, I just woke up. Uh, i gotta do this for 10 minutes and i gotta go or whatever and was, you know my mind i'm just thinking of everything that could go wrong <laughs> and, I'm the, and i'm the opposite that that's what's hilarious about us he'd be like everything go wrong and i'm like everything better go right <laughs> yeah i'm not I, yeah so i was just like uh I, you know and i and i like understandably so like you big time why the fuck would you even care about this show in your mind you know like right i could completely see a person being like man i'm gonna do this talk to these niggas for two hours and yo like from the second like i turned my skype on he already had sent a message like yo mm-hmm. what's up i'm so excited about it this it was so much and it then when so he called fun. like the first thing when he called oh man y'all understand it's such a big deal i'm like how you know right, what i mean <laughs> right how so you know and you know and i and i i understand you know he's talking to us but it's one of those things where i'm like you literally have like you you play music you sing like you do all this fantastical stuff and i'm like i mean you've been all over the globe that's what that was my thing like you like like you really been doing some shit we just two niggas in the microphone but you know what that uh so yeah that whole thing was just beautiful man and i'm so glad it came together on our show and i'm so glad that the fans enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed it because like so many people was writing in all week like oh my god i can't believe this and i'm like nigga i can't either like it's it's so uh it was so dope man so uh yeah you know uh we appreciate y'all for uh enjoying the moment as much as we did all right to y'all's comments though paula says Corey glover apologizing for not giving tbgwt a five-star review yet yep you have made it this was one of my favorite episodes yet Corey was great with you guys like he's been podcasting his whole life i know right superb chemistry is super funny can't wait till you have him back again he fit right in well done Corey. it was so interesting to hear what he had to say about music i'm going to look for more black rock bands in other countries like he suggested um yeah that was the other thing man we just shit, it felt like for an hour we was just talking it was like oh yeah we should probably do the show yeah, kicking it with the with the old friend like i can't explain <laughs> he was just so relaxing yeah to talk to he didn't make things feel weird he didn't make things feel awkward it was really laid back and honestly i'm gonna tell you right now 
y'all he's such a wealth full of knowledge right the, the show actually could have been a lot longer mm-hmm. you know but it was just wonderful to pick his mind and pick his brain and get information like what i started doing is like started typing emotions in searches to see what type of music comes up something that i would have never thought of right you know so and it's just wonderful like me and roger talked about it you know eventually we would like to get the rest of the guys on and things like that and it's, it, it, it was just so much joy to have him here with us i remember when living color first came out how stoked i was about them their performance on snl was epic Corey whipping all that hair around whoa super hot i have a soft spot in my heart for living colors i use uh to use cold of personality as my intro song back in my stripping days oh paula you was out here setting that thing up you was out here putting okay i see you i see you paula i ain't know you got down like that you know what i'm saying you don't never know who listening you know uh the opening riffs uh to that tune are unmistakable say here i am sit the fuck down and watch how it's done i'll be downloading shade as soon as it's available also i'll be waiting for aria the three-piece too that was the title of the episode mm-hmm. uh this is such a treat guys you just get better and better thank you yeah it was just cool because i mean no no offense to any other guest or anybody else but he was so black too man it was mm-hmm. like i don't know sometimes like on a bigger level i feel like so much of shit in our head is to separate us so it's like mm-hmm. all the preconceived notions we have of people and then you have these moments where you're like why the fuck did i ever think that and that's what to me resonated so much because it's like i you know i understand that we are a, a acquired taste and all that shit Correct. so sometimes i'm like you know i would understand if people listen to this and be like i don't want to hear this shit yeah, but they, uh, they too black quote unquote right, right but like it was just so refreshing it's like blackness like a its own language and shit mm-hmm. like i'm bilingual i speak american english and nigga you know what i mean mm-hmm. uh a uh oh she wrote in oh i hope i'm pronouncing your name right i just realized i never asked how you pronounce your name but i think it's a nikki or a nikki Anike Robinson writes in, best show with Corey. He introduced, she's the person that did the art for Shade. Mm-hmm. Uh, he introduced me to your show last summer. Like, he out here putting people on. That's what I'm talking about, dog. I've been a serious That's fan. That's still unreal. I'm sorry. I've been a serious fan ever since. Hearing Corey on the show with you two was like a full circle. And I was geeked that Corey mentioned my name. I laughed, shaking my head, and hollered with you two. Thank you all for the uh all you uh, all your hard work and dedication. Thank you. Thank you, baby. And I'm still looking for my five star review. She actually hit me on Facebook. It was like, uh, so about that five star review. How did I do it? I was like, what? I know, right? Here's a YouTube video. Good luck. Uh, it's not hard, baby. D Ramsey PH Dunn says, when I saw this, I was mad because I had to wait until the day to listen. Liver cuz with my face back in the day. Corey Glover is amazing. Five stars and two biscuits. Two biscuits. That's what I'm talking about. Slide us in with the hookup. They got jelly or honey on it. Let me know rob says this was a really dope episode i was aware of living color but i'm gonna give the new joint a listen and cop that joint that had thought and chuck d mm-hmm. oh yeah who shot you it's dope uh cory was a legit fan and and by the way that who shot you um at least on the um on spotify or, or title uh it's not just one song it's like four, four songs and then it's like four or five versions of who shot you so um yeah go get your life i mean hold just it'll hold you over for six more days you know we almost there y'all it's like a you know it's like a uh a appetizer you know what i'm saying but yeah i've been rocking that shit all week um just add it to my gym rotation you know 
uh but yeah he says um uh uh cory was a, a legit fan and the fun that he was having on the show made it even more enjoyable for me as i listened on the jlb same here man was, uh that's so crazy anyway it, it was so much fun <laughs> i don't know if he realized how much fun we had with him it was a ball that's so crazy uh when i was coming up in the 80s my cousin was in a funk band and they definitely were living like rockers our folks have always been in the scene and it seemed like back then there was a chance of hearing that variety on the radio yeah that's a good point it was it was also like at some point a conscious decision that you know even your quote-unquote urban radio station decides like we not playing that because it's rock we're not playing that because even it's country, though it's black but right. it's still black so why wouldn't you want me to be to experience that but know? i know one thing they was rocking that beyonce when it came out i guess yeah it was with beyonce but it technically quote unquote is country music mm-hmm. uh, i'm not saying there's no crossover but right. it's just interesting i don't and i don't listen to the radio anymore so maybe they do play more variety but i don't know uh but the way urban radio went in quotes uh it seems they really narrowed down that what what they portrayed as black music to a small range than rap and r&b i have to remember to push those boundaries back out on music that's the beauty of having music in our hands having these apps and shit we don't have to just let the radio tell us what was hot or what we can play or what we're supposed to listen to anymore i i still remember when i got sick of the radio like i started listening to talk radio probably in like 1996 or 97 like and i know a lot of people like that's the heyday of music yeah i go buy a cd you know what i mean like i buy i buy a tape and listen to that shit but i wasn't about to listen to the radio play the same shit over and over and over i I, I think that's what used to kill me like you said within an hour the same song was played like eight or nine times within the 60 minute period yeah i don't know that's a lot i don't think it's eight or nine but it was just a lot it, no, no, put like this. It was a lot because eight or nine in the six minute period, the same song is too much. But I, I mean, but 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 I guess yeah, you're right. I think because anytime I turned on the radio, the song was there. So to me, I'm like, are we playing the same song? Like right. mentally, the time lapse might have been different. Like during the course of a 24 hour period, you've played it at least once or twice per hour. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the thing. It just felt like it was just a routine to be like. Mm-hmm you know i i still and i still remember even when i was younger while i was a little more variety you know it was like hip-hop had to work its way in because hip-hop was like the rock and roll of quote-unquote the black stations where mm-hmm. they wanted to play a bunch of like 80s and luther vandross and freddie jackson nothing wrong with that music but then you had to wait till late night just to hear some hip-hop and i fucking loved rap you know i knew i knew the first time i heard i was like oh i love this what is this and i'm like if i gotta wait till fucking one in the morning, morning. to record uh eddie owens and come on him, and him. that's just what i gotta do yeah him him him, him giving a shout out to the people in jail yeah them letters from the people in prison and mm-hmm. shit but uh i would do that you know and uh yeah at some point as i got older even when they went to like digital like radio where you could kind of like listen to the radio on the computer and stuff it was the same thing where it's like they weren't talking about anything they were just playing music and they were just there to play about it felt like 20 songs a day and i don't mean they only played 20 songs per the whole day but just the same 20 songs all day long and uh it definitely killed something in my uh like in my whole like oh i need to keep up with the new music shit and instead it turned into uh like i said once we got streaming apps and all that stuff it really turned into something else like 
oh cool i can pick and i go out and explore i still find a lot of people don't explore like right when i talk to people they be like i just listen to the stuff i grew up with i just listen to stuff in the 90s and wasn't this era the best and i'm like man i listen to everything like if i can make the time to listen to something new and to sample it i will like i'll just throw on the what's the top 20 for this week on title and this maybe i'll find a new jam maybe i won't but i can always go back to my archives of what i already like you know what i mean i want to see what my artists that i grew up with what are they doing new what are they doing now like uh, is it worth checking out because them niggas didn't die like a lot of them niggas still putting out music yes they are are y'all you know y'all checking on them or nah you know right and that boils back down to a lot of people just lazy when it comes to that like there aren't they out wasn't a search which is cool but just tell the truth i got kids i got old i got shit to do i don't have when you're a child most put like this we talked about this before most people talk about the heyday for most people the heyday is when you had unlimited time you don't have unlimited time no more you got bills and responsibilities so you don't have that that time to actually dig and find shit but if you really wanted to you would yeah or if you had the desire to you would yeah i mean i but i've always been exploring like that right you know, now, now i just it just used to be different ways i used to go in the record store put on the headphones and be like what do they have on display with it remember on displays you could pick like four or five cds and switch it mm-hmm. i used to go in there that's how i still discover uh album that i love to this day how i do by reese yes i didn't see no promotion for that album nobody uh told me about that album i'm still super proud of myself of walking in and being like who is this black woman on this cover looking like she should be in an indie movie and i hit play on that and was like instantly fell in love with that album man i still remember like being in the store like i have to buy this and play it forever for the rest of my life that's like that's a different type of discovery but now we can do that at our phones like something's been lost in the process but something's also been gained in the process right it's, it's almost like a catch uh 22 and this is why particularly older generation you hear a lot of them down new music ain't nothing ain't nothing good and when you ask you go oh you just ain't been now some of them have been listening but the people that truly say ain't nothing out there then they can't give you no current artist you like no 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 right you just fucking gave up and so you right. assume that everything like people do comic books i'm not reading the comic book so it's trash and that's not realistic yeah i don't have any animosity towards people mm-hmm. but it's just you know i think uh if you take i mean because honestly it takes about every week like i said i go to title top 20 or whatever uh i try to find it a time for it every week take about 15 minutes to really go through it like because if you know y'all know when y'all not fucking with something Mm -hmm. like when it's just like okay i would never even fuck with this genre of music or this type of music or this artist or whatever so you skipping probably uh 10 tracks off off gate like okay i don't listen to tech uh techno trans music cool if that's not your thing if that song don't grab you i understand but you might hear something where you like yo i like these two songs and now i'm gonna add it to my my rotation of songs that you know i play sometimes and that's how i get into it also i chase down music when i hear it uh in places like uh um like if i'm watching a a tv show Mm -hmm. and i'm like yo i really fuck with that song what was that i'll chase that down and then i go see if i'm into that group uh another album that i thought was fucking phenomenal probably two years ago maybe no longer than that must be two or three maybe three or four years ago uh last season of true blood yes um they had this this song um uh and it was by uh lady it's called and and Mm -hmm. lady 
it got it's lady the band um if you're looking oh, for and that them. song and album is fine and that song kind of came out of the blue too it ended and it just started and this woman just started wailing and you was like who is this woman oh my god i've never heard this music before yeah so it's it's uh lady the band and i want to say the album name is yeah that's it lady comma the band what was the name uh, of the hold album? on i'm about to get to it the name of the album is called lady and the right. song that was in the uh, show was a song called karma chase shit down like that sometimes because i'm just like what was that sound what was mm-hmm. that and um you know i'm a big fan of that like i don't know if you guys do that but now that we have this shit at our fingertips mm-hmm. why not go chase it down you know what i mean like um yeah don't they, ha- they have shit on your phone now where shit is playing you can hold it up and it'll listen and pick and tell you what it is uh it's called shazam it's an app okay uh but yeah you can you can do it with shazam um uh like it's you know um i don't know if you guys why are big fans of rick and morty mm-hmm. but you know as 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 evidenced by things i've said on the show i'm a pretty huge fucking fan um but that was a song that was stuck in my head forever and uh i, I went and found it uh it's called for De- for the damage coda by blonde redhead um and i'm like i'm not even that big of a uh like the album was just okay to me but this song right here when this beat drop is so fucking ill it's only two minutes 30 seconds hold on
so yeah man i like so that's one of the ways i listen so you know i saw someone in the chat being like i just listen to old shit and i'm like yo i feel you but you can go find like it's easy like it's just to me anyway i think i'll always be searching for new shit like you just never know yeah. what's gonna catch your attention yeah because and i'm not i'm not even gonna lie uh i think sometimes when i use the elliptical i'll do like you i'll be like well what's the new music out there and i heard everybody talking about that uh s um was that xx extension or whatever his name is that dude no um oh, okay there's the song with justin beaver and it was in spanish with him and them dudes <sighs> what's the name of that song esperito i don't remember the name of it but the whole song is in spanish that shit is flames okay yeah like i said you gotta f- track this shit down man yeah, i don't remember the name of it but it's like a yeah uh there you go they put it in the chat room uh despacito yes okay and uh i happened to be going through and it was like in the in the top and i heard people talking about it but i'm not a justin bieber fan so i didn't pay no attention but i put it on i was like oh he not by himself and they singing in spanish the beat right. go hard and oh oh Go ahead. Go ahead. The beat go hard, and I didn't understand the word they were saying, but I was exercising my ass off. Also, if you're um, um, like with insecure, like title and Spotify, they soundtracked it. Um, so like you you right there, you got the you can just go find the playlist on title or Spotify, and like I said, keep up with what the kids listen to or whatever. But you know, it's like boom, now you know who SZA is. Now you know um um you know uh like you, you might find a, a frank ocean song that you had never heard before i know they even got people that like some this year they had a song where uh the artist made the song for insecure mm. so like you know anyway man just all right well, that's a yeah. whole nother tangent yeah that's a whole nother tangent and y'all know i'm bad i'll be parting or something and you'd be like that's such such and i'll be like who because a lot of times i just know i like the music yeah i like I'm bad like that don't ask me why well, I try to keep up with it because, um, you know, I want to hear shit again. And I, if I find, like I said, I, I am genuinely curious. Like, if I find an artist and I'm like, wait, I like this. Okay, let me go check that album. Okay, I like this. Okay, now this, now this album's in my rotation. Okay, what, what other albums they got? It's just cool that we can do that now. All right, back to the point, uh, the feedback. Um, <clears throat> uh, let's see. Da-da-da, da-da. Okay, yeah, he says, Corey was a legit fan and da da da. Okay, when I was coming up in the 80s, my cousin was in a funk band, uh, and they definitely were living like rockers. Our folks have always been in the scene. It seemed like back then there was a chance of hearing that variety on the radio, but the way Urban Radio uh, went, it seems they really narrowed down and they portrayed uh, as black music to a small range with that rap and RB. I remember. I have to remember to push those boundaries back out on music regarding that fight in florida that lady laid them hands funny how that other lady tried to jump up to victim mode typical keep up the good work y'all uh <laughs> ariana river city girl says thank y'all so much for putting me on the living color now see this is what's weird people being like y'all put me on i'm like how how now see right um <laughs> uh, <laughs> but nah you know what i didn't know Still mm-hmm. out till I started listening, so you know, each one teach one. Right. I grew up listening to Red Hot Chili Peppers and Lincoln Park and had no idea I was completely missing out on a black rock band. Also, I was low key waiting for y'all to play the I'm from Brooklyn sound clip, but I see you resisted the urge. Well, you know what? Corey didn't really say nothing that made me have to play the Oh wait. I could have played it when he was talking about uh if they gotta throw them hands and get out the bar. I should have been like, I'm from Brooklyn, so that was really good. <laughs> yeah. 
uh doom dragon says i had so many comments to make while listening to the podcast but forgot most of them from laughing so hard conrad i mean Corey, needs to be invited for a them thrones review in season eight his comment on the game of thrones deal don't have me t- trying to try to one-up it all day does it raise the dead another great episode uh he said oh he said i uh doom dragon said uh auto correct switches from uh rod to rob and Corey switches to conrad my bad guys who you hanging out with ain't a lot of conrads in the world they don't make them no more Mm-mm. eve says uh i loved living color and seeing a black hard rock band meant so much to me growing up because i was labeled an oreo for enjoying rock music even though black people were pioneers of it yep yep i could definitely understand that somehow i mean they gentrified the fuck out of out of it in in a way you know yes, what i mean to make us think like this some white shit uh listening to them actually made me see our other black hard rock bands which i still love to this day Coda personality was and is still is my jam really enjoyed this episode uh casey six seven and paula says this is one of my favorite episodes i could talk about different styles of music all day long i grew up listening to classical jazz blues rock r&b and hip-hop i love when all those styles come together i can't wait for Corey to be back on the show when he was talking about all the rock shows he went to i flash back to my live punk show days i'll definitely check out living color they sound right up my alley thanks for a great show thank, thank you. you and the poll was did you know living color was making this black ass rock music yes nigga y'all real late nah thanks for putting me on or i knew but now i know mm. sometimes you gotta hear a nigga be like oh okay mm-hmm. you know uh <laughs> well, okay one of us right <laughs> one of us one of us you just wanna be sure you want right. us you sure you ain't cross over to the know, ride, it's like you? it's like uh i know barack obama's a black president you know but like if i seen like his conversations with michelle uh about how shit is going on in the white house i would know you know what i'm saying like like yeah, right now have real nigga conversations yeah like i feel like they both sit down like did you see this nigga you know mm-hmm. uh anyway uh yes nigga y'all real late 46 percent of y'all was already up on game and we late and i know i'm late I'm I, me too baby you know uh 29 says nah didn't know but thanks for putting me on so mm-hmm. go check them out and 25 percent of y'all said y'all knew but now y'all know mm-hmm. you know uh i feel like i'm in the first category i knew who they were and i heard some of their songs just like what bet was trying to be different you know what i'm saying like oh we're gonna play a little rock for y'all this time you know but i had no idea my nigga now yeah. i know everything was new to me i'm not gonna lie brooklyn shoe bay says my mom put me on the living color in the late 80s when i was in high school i always liked rock music but got that that's not real back blackness backlash then rap and rock metal combined like jay-z torn with lincoln park a public enemy and anthrax y'all should have asked him about that mm. if you think about it rock dudes are classically trained singers they scream r- rhyming talking into a mic similar to rappers don't even get me started on how some of the toughest kick a nigga in the face rap songs sample metal yes all this music was ours in the first place yep that's true um it's weird too because people start experimenting with that hybrid rock rap shit and still even lost in the shuffles to a lot of to in a lot of that conversation it's like but there's black people making straight rock so like mm-hmm. you know like why not not to say that those albums aren't good but like you can kind of skip over the middleman and go straight to the source 
uh cal also from hawaii says <laughs> also from hawaii uh, <laughs> i was we gotta separate them out now right right got two listeners from hawaii now i was really into vivid when i was a kid one of my first takes but colder personality just got overplayed in the 90s and i stopped paying attention to them even though i always liked heavy rock music when Corey mentioned bad brains i realized wow they do sound like later bad brains i still listen to bb so i don't know why i forgot about living color going to rectify that and start digging into all the other albums so i'm ready for the new one to drop that's what i'm saying let's get in here and get uh let's get ready they had a uh, uh, said they had a song on one of the rock band games that's how he found them mm. yeah i mean like I, it's little stuff like that right how many people like start listening to rock because of rock band yeah mm-hmm. you know what i mean like i know a lot of black people that got put on that way i don't have any shame in, in admitting that you know i'm not always up on shit mm-hmm. you know i feel like part of the part of the hindrance to a lot of learning now is just especially in the age of the internet this idea like i have to be up on everything and say i already knew everything before it was a thing and you'll never catch me not knowing and i'm like man you can't be afraid of not knowing because that's how you learn i would be the first one like nigga i don't know i don't know yeah like sometimes i don't know man and And it's all right yeah and also it introduces you to a world where you get to learn right speaking of learning 1515 was episode i mean it was uh titled an eye-opening episode we talked a lot about insecure mm-hmm. uh d ph dunn says i do not know why the Issa character was tripping about oil sex remember when lawrence had the interview with the tech company he works for Issa made sure lawrence would have the best interview ever hashtag oral relations yeah okay so mm. i mean i normally say this kind of stuff for bossy and i probably will say most of what i think about that episode for bossy uh, okay but i think one is different when it's your man uh daniel her that's not her man Mm -mm. as much as people wanted to be that way she that's not her man um two i think um the point of that whole episode was that Issa's hotation thing in my opinion anyway this is just my opinion okay this is not definitive don't write me arguing i'm not trying to start an argument Mm -mm. my guess is that that episode was more about her control issues and the reason that she started the whole rotation in the first place was so that she could maintain control over her sex life like aggressively almost like how molly was last season where it's like nah i'm gonna fuck these niggas because you know i'm this like this this is me asserting control i can't be hurt i can't hurt anybody i think Issa's definitely afraid of hurting somebody like not being hurt she's afraid of hurting someone because of what she did to lawrence that's why she told daniel to back off i think that's why she told the dude that came to the crib and was trying to like you know go out to on a date and take things slow she told him to get the fuck out because i really feel like she's in the space and she's like i don't deserve quote unquote or want um an attachment to somebody an obligation or responsibility to somebody because i'm going to i hurt somebody and now how do i deal with that and i feel like all this has been a result of that fallout now maybe i'm wrong and maybe there's another issue at play but that's how i'm taking it is um she never got the closure from breaking up with lawrence in the first place and despite how people team up on the internet the truth of the matter is as a character i would imagine that Issa d the character 
it never got that closure from that relationship that she wanted and them 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 struggle strokes wasn't it them leaving in the without really having that uh, actual argument or discussion of what happened wasn't it and lawrence didn't really get closure either like just dipping out like that um so i feel like a lot of this shit is just they didn't get closure and this is how they're how it's affecting them but she chose a more aggressive path to it and that's um you know so the, the come on her face was more of a just an ultimate sign of like i i even with all this illusion of control i don't really have control you know like even with all that shit like it's still i mean that that's how i took it was like in her mind she was like you know when i show up your dick should be ready everything should be focused and around me but those people are still people independent of her being around anyway and they have their own agency and they have she has to deal with the fact that she's not number one priority to them um whether she feels like she should just be able to pop in and out of their lives or not that's not how lot that's not how their lives work so when you tell people to deprioritize you and it's just casual it's just a hookup da 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 people start treating it that way and then and then she got kind of i think she didn't like that it wasn't convenient that week because everything was a struggle that week you know and that's how it was filmed i mean from the from the mass transit to Mm -hmm. you know um the uh you do that uber with the four people right like i feel like everything about that episode is just like it's it's struggle week and they got two episodes left and i think you know things are starting to come to a climax no joking no pun intended um and that's the you know they have to have that down episode before you can even have any level of whether it's uh feel good or just closure coming at the end of episode eight like you need to have some level of she gotta go through it and this is her going through it that's my guess right and and but like this i've i've been watching and looking at people commenting about it and things like that and jokes is jokes and all that stuff but in my opinion a lot of men have very strong opinions about this Mm -hmm. but for a lot of straight men and you even mentioned nobody's busting the nut in your eye so you can't tell nobody how they should or shouldn't respond to that you know mm-hmm. so i almost dismiss most men's opinion because you don't count <laughs> you need to be the recipient of it so you can fully understand how it feels or when it when it comes to that um and it's my thing is she's allowed to react how she wants to i think a lot of people think because she quote unquote didn't respond the right way or she quote unquote didn't swallow or she quote unquote didn't move ahead when he told you it don't matter she has a right in my opinion to respond how she would have responded and some women do get highly upset when you do this regardless well, if you told them or not well it's not even about I, he didn't do it on purpose right he didn't um people don't want her to be mad because it's more i think i think people don't want her to be mad for their own reasons correct like a lot of people feel like this show is some type of representation and has to be like it has some obligation to be very sex positive before uh before even over comedy's sake which is stupid to me like you know and also the joke was so brilliant it was it was i mean fucking 10 minutes earlier in the show is what the fuck would you use a condom on a blowjob for and they all laughed it off and then well now there you go at the end right like it's such a like i said to me i watch it like i watch curb Mm -hmm. too many people watch people watch this shit like it's a documentary it's like to me it's like curb like how would this situation end up awkwardly you know that's how that's what she does um 
but yeah i also agree with you that you don't get to tell somebody how to feel i mean that there are like people like i said to me the symbolism wasn't i'm mad because how dare you fucking come in my face it was nothing went right today and of course i got fucking come in my fucking face trying yeah, to do something different day was just terrible right? right like i've been catching the bus i gotta catch uber back home my car mm-hmm. don't work i'm not gonna go on my vacation right. i don't like everything was fucked all day for her you know um from you know and and it seemed like people are more upset that you know their shit didn't win or whatever like it's not like i you know the same i think people just are like how dare she feel this way and i'm like because it's a show about insecurity not a show about security Correct. like you know what i mean like he didn't mean to do it like it'll probably be fine it's you know um it's not like he didn't turn around and was like yeah bitch came in your face like people just wanted it to you know i don't know like i said when i write my show secure where everybody makes good decisions and are very healthy pot sex positive people they never disagree and you know it won't be funny yeah everybody and nobody will watch it okay nobody will watch it nobody will it won't be funny there will be no sex on my show we'll just have healthy sex positive attitudes okay oh lord every episode of the show will end with a 10 minute psa on sex safe sex i'm not watching that bullshit well listen nobody i'm not planning on anybody watching or writing about it but i just want to make the perfect show secure that's what it is going to just be about secure people they're going to communicate about their emotions nobody's going to cheat okay that's problematic we don't want to have that everybody's going to be really good friends you know no everybody's emotionally mature everyone's going to be emotionally secure everyone's going to be emotionally mature and uh it's just gonna you know when people watch it they're gonna be bored as fuck but they but at least none of their sensibilities will ever be violated you know (laughs) right you'll never have to worry about that like my characters won't do things like try to have oral sex with a dude that they are put in a rotation that won't happen you know so you wouldn't have to worry about the shock of you know a hilarious cum shot mixed with uh you know isa going home with a a thing over her eye that's not gonna (laughs) happen not in my show there won't be any threesome with white girls either it's not gonna be awkward one in the one of the possible sums okay we're just ah! it's gonna be a you know lawrence will say no i will go to my car get my wallet and just pay it'll only take five extra minutes no problem no harm no foul then he'll go home and he'll be cool you know that's the kind of stuff we're going to cover on secure okay you know when he when he makes that u-turn and the cops get ready to pull him over that's not, he's not going to make a u-turn in my show in my show he's going to patiently wait for the traffic to clear up and make a left at the light and then make a right okay guys that's what's gonna happen on my show secure so tune in i'm writing the pallet now you know hopefully um hbo will pick it up you know it's just people say why it's gotta be on hbo it's not gonna be any sex because we're gonna be saying nigga a lot okay so i'm keeping Ah! i'm keeping nigga in there because i really do love that part of the show and some of the music selection uh selections and stuff like that but on secure please if you're not happy with insecure come watch my boring ass shit okay like we i'm talking like it's gonna be like the brady bunch uh but with less conflict because i don't want anyone playing ball in the house i want anybody blaming things on Marsha. no tattletales mm-hmm. it's gonna be very secure people having very great communication with no no drama 
okay mm-hmm. I, I don't i don't want to watch that and i said this on facebook and i meant it don't let watching too much porn get your ass whooped because i don't know why people act like women are supposed to respond like porn stars when they come to getting a busting nut in the face you're gonna know you're dealing with a real human being i mean okay but that's you rejecting because that's not what that's happened true. on the show that's not that's not that that's me <laughs> responding to people over responding oh know? to the people that are like oh just take a little nut on the face right, that's right. it yeah, like that's my you can't get caught that, up right. in them nick. don't see you doing it though you can't get caught up with them niggas they crazy can they are they crazy i remember when Issa cheated on people and like all the, the all these upstanding intersectional black feminist people i follow all these like really woke women start being like ah oh, nigga can't handle a little bit of cheating i'm like okay so it's y'all turn to gloat like i get it but i'm not gonna play the game you know just don't you don't have to play the game it's y'all got it i don't i'm not gonna argue with you i'm not gonna nope, put out a status to the passive aggressively fight y'all like y'all got it dog like i got these jokes that's what right. i got yeah i got jokes too that's the yeah. thing yeah i got these jokes i don't really do the i don't give a fuck about your dick anyone else's face or sperm that's i only have one face and sperms to worry about okay <laughs> that's what i worry about who gives a fuck what y'all doing out here putting out i think people just want people to know their business i don't know correct anyway meet you a woman that do whatever the fuck y'all into and vice versa if that's what y'all whatever whatever yeah meet you a person that does the things that you into if y'all sperming in the face good luck have a ball that's my thing have a ball don't put them rules on nobody else fine it's a person for everybody out there if it's people that just want to get bukkakied every night that's cool dog It it doesn't bother me at all it's not my face and not my sperm that's how i view it y'all niggas argue about that shit without me come on dk says twitter is not the masses four or five people on the timeline does not a think piece make i like insecure and will continue to watch it until i don't like it i wonder how old are these think piece authors i am 44 yo that's another good point about that article though and i don't and, I, and this is not just that article it's almost every article now that quotes uh, outrage on twitter or whatever they really will find four people on twitter put their tweets embedded into an article and be like journalism laziness right, right, right i'm not calling it laziness i'm just saying they're trying to represent a trend that just isn't there correct like are there people that are like yes we should just take it all on the chin yes but are you also going to take time to find the tweets that disagree with your this with the point you're trying to make of course not right they're out there too though right um, you don't want to find the people that are like yeah I, I listen i had sperm in my eye and you will be mad i don't give a fuck if he didn't mean to do it or not you're not gonna find all the people that say some shit like that because they don't make your point you want to present a point where all black women of a certain age agree that sucking dick and getting busted on the face is great and i'm like you ain't gonna find that because it don't exist like mm-hmm. not that there's no women no unity but there's no yeah we're black we're not a monolith though there's no uniformity amongst anybody about any topic when it comes to blackness it's just always somebody that's gonna stick out anyway and your friends might be one way but if you wrote a whole think piece about sucking dick you also might have friends that like i don't talk to her about the fact that i don't want to suck no dick or have no sperm in my face so who knows you know it's all anecdotal um anyway he says i'm 40 uh she says i'm 44 the women on insecure are 29 to 30 they're not my role models i should be theirs people can critique the show i welcome it but a trivial nature of what people are critique critical about it makes my ass itch yeah editing the ad this week's critique was like writing a think piece on the golden girls and why they live together 
they just live together and it works yeah honestly they should everything piece on insecure should really just be called uh why they still insecure correct (laughs) why didn't they make the right decision this week because they insecure nigga uh fireworks says rk please enlighten me has society gotten soft or what let's tie insecure and common sense for a minute insecure is a show on hbo which i would call a mature channel and a show for the most part and what i mean by that is the people viewing the program that comes on sunday at 10 30 p.m give or take are mature reasonable adults why does the condom have to be shown and lawrence and daniel have to hold then hold a condom rip it off and put it on camera to please people we all know the risk of unprotected sex and just because it's not shown doesn't mean it's not on and if it's not on then that's on lawrence or daniel or five head aka neighbor bay oh mace or whoever is fucking me me as the viewer i can only speak for myself i'm not even thinking about condoms at that point mm-hmm. i just want to see where this is leading to case in point the shot scene around the world that Issa bay took to the face when i watch other programs that might have violence or sex i don't go out and think criminal minded or i'm just fuck a, gonna fuck a woman unprotected i know it's just entertainment am i missing something that has folks in the uproar happy tbgwt day happy anniversary love you guys thank you uh, i know we're right up at the break almost okay we got three minutes hey listen I, that's my point mm-hmm. and i and i and i think what one of the things that's very very interesting about this shit is people flip when it's their thing correct correct with all this shit this is universal this isn't just this show this isn't Mm -hmm. just sex this isn't just uh whatever when it's it's someone's thing they get super sensitive about it and nobody likes to hear that but it's the fucking truth Mm -hmm. as a person that processes most things in that i see through the lens of humor this is a lesson i had to learn was just oh this person loves me they think i'm so fucking funny until it's their thing then i can't laugh right right like i can't laugh at joe osteen if that's your thing correct but but you love me every other time right when i'm laughing at other shit oh my god rise the funniest dude ever but but don't laugh at my thing you know and i'm not even saying laughing at you just your thing because i'm not i don't have to take your shit seriously you know that shit bothers people when you just go i don't think this is a serious topic i'm i'm not taking this very seriously or i'm gonna make the joke and fuck it you know but that's how i process it so the thing i'm thinking about with this with this stuff is well i say people flip back and forth if i were to say hip-hop music has violence in it are you saying that black people who consume hip-hop are more likely to go kill people and shit because the music is making them do it almost every last one of those people will say no but if i were to say now why does insecure need to have safe sex on it when adults are watching it who already know about safe sex and choose to or choose not to engage in it why does the tv show have to do it well black people have this problem so are you saying black people need to be influenced by the tv show are you saying that when you watch empire are you saying that when you watch scandal how to get away with murder because i'm not a fucking idiot i'm just black and i don't need to be babied or told what to do and these other shows don't have to do that for their white audiences Mm -mm. why the fuck the black audience always got to have a positive role model shit it's a trap it's a prison it's you put us in a box and then tell us as creatives stop and and it is anti-blackness and i won't i will not back down on that because the only reason you care is because the black show is bullshit you know and so that it frustrates me to see people pull out that reasoning because any other time they wouldn't they don't go i watched the wire and i want to sell drugs and kill people because you know that's ridiculous like no one said that but you try to pull that shit with black stuff and i'm like 
dog i know what you're doing you're hiding it behind it's like how people hide behind their kids right like oh you know the children will see it no they not it's 10 30 at night on insecure are you using condoms you're grown ass 40 year old person or are you not right i just want to know because if not you're just coming down on the show because it's a black thing that everybody's watching and you want to be the one who pointed out how it's quote unquote problematic we'll be right back after the break that was we gotta go to the next session (laughs) didn't that sound professional y'all we'll be right back (laughs) coming up right and and i completely uh agree with you but i and also i think for me like i said i didn't watch the first season with everybody else so a lot of the comments and shit i didn't see because i didn't give a fuck yeah um i mean uh, yeah the conversation is like half the reason people watch it i think but i just like i said it's not every critique of it is worthwhile but mm-hmm. you know and i understand this look it's a game like let's not get com- twisted if you review this show for a living and you need to have your you have your brand your woke credentials you have your twitter followers you have the things that you talk about all the time you need to make that point because if not people go why didn't you make that point for this show and not da da the thing i'm noticing is just it's not consistent you know i'm not seeing you make this point for every show i'm seeing you pick out this one black show by a black woman and that that irks me that's all like if if, if people were consistent with it i wouldn't care if people were like i watched power this week and they didn't use no condoms and i was very disappointed with the choice that 50 cent made as a, this is his show why isn't he changing let's at him on twitter y'all aren't doing that for his show because y'all don't expect shit like it's it's like people knock a show for trying almost it's like you get penalized just for trying to do something better uh which is is the exact opposite of how it should be in my opinion anyway cassie says hey rod and karen i'm in the same boat about the critiques and think pizza for insecure i've stopped reading these clickbait articles to try to weed out the ones with real insight i also stopped talking about the show on social media that's a shame because i had to do the same thing I talked to my sister, my cousin, and two friends exclusively about the show. That's it. I appreciate you, Karen, and Bossy's analysis and breakdown. I agree that it's the hyper-focused critiques are because the show is centered around black women and their experience. Thanks for reading. Yeah. It's just, it's the curse, bro. It's just the curse. You can't, you could be black and successful, but then you have to be black and representative of every black person. And That's impossible. Black people don't want to admit that we do that shit to our artists, but we do. Mm-hmm. and you know i had to deprogram myself of this this is not Correct. you know and i watch myself to make sure i'm not slipping into it because it happens you know i it bothers me when the the only voice of something is like for example it bothers me when i see like the black men who are on tv and they're shitting on kaepernick that bothers me because i'm like damn it's like every nigga that gets that job except for shannon sharp pretty much has to shit on kaepernick constantly you know what i mean Stephen a sometimes but you know that voting thing like but they have to like get their bona fides for shitting on kaepernick but like so they're promoting that anti-black stance mm-hmm. but some of this shit is like when it comes to creative art you know not not public representation in the media but like creative art we gotta back off and let our people create and understand there's all kinds of myriads of blackness and and scopes and and all these different points of view the point is to try to get as many out there as possible so we can pick and choose so we can have a plethora of things to to navigate when it comes to what's entertaining us that's the point 
you know i don't need to make every black artist a rapper Mm -mm. that's how it feels to me when people push these shows to be like fit my agenda it's like no let that person create you don't fuck with the show find another show that's my whole point there's so many other shows and you won't feel that way about those shows because everybody ain't watching them but you know that's the thing with popularity man some of these people are only watching this show now because everybody watching this show come on so they bringing a unfunny unwanted ass opinions over there to to ruin everybody's party because you can't have black people partying too hard without having to get a reality check Mm-mm. <laughs> yeah and i'm like fuck you niggas y'all like they remind me of like the uh the muslim brother in every john singleton film that just shows up and ruins shit brother mm-hmm. don't you know the white man wants you to eat hot dogs hey man it's the fourth of july we just cooking out at the park at the at the park we just trying to have a good time oh is it a good time to put a rat a cat and a dog in your body brother like i i'm yes i maybe i don't know well I mean, yeah, I was, I thought I was having a good time. Right. Then after a while, you know, a lot of times, you know, they get cussed out a few times. Right. Quit talking because you're going to meet their uncle. Like, I don't give a fuck about your Muslim ass. I seen you coming. Yes, I'm going to eat this hamburger hot dog. Yes, I'm eating this swine and you going to have to deal, nigga. Yeah, I think it's a weird way of making everything about you. Right. And uh, I don't know how you uh, measure that between people who have like genuine critiques and people being like, how can I make this thing about me? but you know that's what that's what entertainment is now i'm 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 coping with it and finding my own ways to deal with that which is one of the reasons i'm thankful for the podcast because we can come here and talk about it because i don't want to talk about it on the timeline because all the people that are you know the 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 me 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 people they're never going to admit yeah you know what that is what i'm doing right Ray created something that all y'all are watching and despite the fact that i really could just be entertained by i'd rather come in and make it about me and be like you know in this scene lawrence's car i don't understand i mean don't we have enough capitalism in america and you're like okay this is your show soapbox this isn't even about the show anymore Mm -hmm. cool you got it we're talking about some shit that's unrelated i just think Issa needs to do a better job of writing the show that won't be funny that i want to see right Uh, or (laughs) or did lawrence save money on geico what the fuck are you talking about right right anyway are you living check to check yes almost nah i have plenty of savings too we had read an article about most americans are living check to check 36 percent living check to check 49 percent almost now keep in mind the recommended savings they wanted you to have a six months right right of your salary of your salary dog like i i guarantee most of us ain't got that Mm-mm. uh nah i have plenty of savings too 15 percent. good for you dog good for you so that's the number of white people that dog, of your salary like that's a lot of money if like this even if you're making twenty thousand dollars two four six eight ten, they expect you to have two four six eight ten twelve thousand dollars just randomly sitting somewhere but you got motherfucking bills to pay that's not realistic mm-hmm. well maybe if y'all wasn't watching insecure on the white man's hbo you could be realistic brother then you could save twelve thousand dollars what's hbo a month ten twelve thousand dollars two thousand dollars that's two thousand dollars right there see that's what's wrong with y'all out here enjoying yourself like you're not gonna die one day i'm just here to make it all about me (laughs) 
uh ari left a comment if i had known that after four years of college i would be as broke as a joke and still living at home i would have skipped all that and become a street pharmacist like stringer bell in the wire even though we know how that turned out well you can't help yourself brother Cause see you out here watching the tv and what's the tv telling your stupid black mind to do sell drugs mm-hmm. keeping notes on the goddamn criminal conspiracy yeah, either you're going to be a rapper, a baller, or you're going to be out here selling them drugs. Either they don't know, don't care. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, episode 1516, wine, wait, hold on. White wine and whiny whites. <laughs> that was the name of that one. Well, yeah, man, I'm going to miss, uh, I'm going to miss wine and white folks, man. The, the promotion is over. It's like, mm-hmm. y'all had till today to get y'all, I mean, mm-hmm. maybe you still got time to get mm-hmm. your discount trianglewineco.com. Yeah, we're going to miss that but uh hopefully they'll come back and we can get drunk on the air with y'all again mm-hmm. uh anonymous says taylor swift is my pe- my pee forever i used to think tom hiddleston was cute until he started dating tay tay she sucked all the sexiness out of loki for me glad she won her sexual harassment but still fuck her forever and karen was so wonderful just crunching these crackers in the mic three heart emoji wine and whiteness yeah shout out to the people that's gonna be thankful to get the sound quality back on those days because <laughs> no! we definitely was eating cheese and crackers mm-hmm. right in the mic Mm-mm. and didn't give a damn it was delicious i did give a damn it hurt my heart y'all but i had mm-hmm. to do it no okay. crackers and cheese it was so good Flames. dana w says i want to hear more of karen's take on happy white supremacist remix oh uh, that because i'm happy <laughs> uh i'm upset my emojis didn't make it in that post i wanted to get karen three client crying laugh emojis and three flames ah! i love karen thank you uh <laughs> yeah after we left i started thinking of uh, after the episodes over more of the white supremacist rap names like go back to africa bambata <laughs> yes bambata <laughs> oh man Mm-mm-mm uh rehorn cats got me hysterically laughing love you guys hey man i fucked up uh <laughs> i fucked up uh shout out to rich doubt i mean uh peter guns um d ramsey ph dunn says i do not repeat do not co-sign anything taylor allison swift hashtag 53 percent of the show was five stars and flames yeah man I, i'm gonna be honest with y'all man i feel like this is a safe space and i can admit it i'm not that bothered by taylor swift man it's y'all like y'all like i just let y'all slide because the jokes are funny and i'm not gonna defend her because i don't find her to be worth defending but mm-hmm. she really ain't i don't know she don't seem like that bad a person to me i maybe it's just me but she just seemed okay like i don't know like mayonnaise compared to miracle whip like i'll take ah! it if that's all y'all got yeah, you know miracle whip, but she, that's fine. yeah like she not when i hear her songs i don't get angry i don't really care mm-hmm. uh when i see her like half the articles i see with her are some dope shit half of them are kind of whack you know like she gave money to uh what's it kesha in that 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 court case against the dude that she accused of rape that was also like the manager or something for her like that was some that was some major shit that you know i'm like she put her money where her mouth was a lot of motherfuckers talk good on twitter and instagram and all that shit and rooting for you girl and then they sit up there and they throw on and be like oh, oh too bad it didn't work out she put her money out there mm-hmm. suing this dude for pride like a dollar just to prove the point like you're not gonna grab my ass and just let that shit slide fuck you I, like i don't know 
you know the kanye kim shit she was wrong but y'all niggas don't like kanye or kim don't be trying to trick me you can't trick Come me on in that one. one no you can't trick me on that one any other article we bring up y'all be like fuck that nigga and then just the one time everybody was like oh yes kim that's what i'm talking about like i i'm just saying i she's not my peeve but she that she's far from my fave but i don't know i just i i, I know i'm letting y'all down right now telling y'all this but she just don't bother me that bad i don't know what to tell y'all man um i mean no more than any other rich white woman that don't really care about nobody but you know uh that's not a white woman come on you know what i mean <laughs> so i don't i don't know what to tell y'all i've been holding that in for a long time y'all and i feel like we can share here you feel better now before i take this week off and not talk to y'all uh, yeah that's right we is about to be off a whole week you got damn right i am a white supremacist record label racist taking over for the 99 and 2000 says amani <laughs> ah we got suge knights of the confederates and the crisscross clan <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing here <laughs> yeah man I, I i i do feel like uh we gonna have a lot of uh gonna have a lot of white supremacist rap rap rappers coming out next week and gonna have uh rakim all lives matter Aww. Uh, <laughs> oh man Mm-mm-mm uh y'all better uh enjoy this break nigga y'all put out 3.5 days worth of content this month not episodes it was 39 of them with premium i'm talking 84 hours of shows don't even look at that damn studio for a minute you two have been putting up serena numbers wow i did not realize that Mm-mm. i i just counted a week yeah i didn't realize that that's a lot yeah and that's not like i said that's probably not including we did a bunch of guest spots the past month oh yeah i was on single summer class last night mm-hmm. if y'all check out that uh me adjective J, shante and uh of course y'all know rashani we were uh we were on there talking about joel uh, uh, joel osteen and uh we talked about rachel dolezal uh man they got a segment on there where they read from rachel dolezal's book of lies boy uh, I, god bless them because i couldn't do that i was struggling just last night i'm like it's late i'm ready to go how much more of this is there every sentence because it's that thing every sentence you want to she say something you want to fight about but also every sentence is that just make the show longer and the segment longer so like she'll just say some stupid shit i'm like man what the fuck how can she say this why does and then he'll be like yep yeah we'll talk about it you know like a good host would do you talk about it and then he goes back to reading i'm like is this still happening what's wrong with this bitch <laughs> like it's not you responded like me what's happening here she's way now that's see that's my p she might be my taylor swift uh but on a uh but on a serious note happy anniversary rider can i appreciate y'all as podcasts but i love y'all as people you don't know what it means to see a black couple who not only loves our people as much as you two but each other the way you hold each other down and still manage to sound as lucky to be together as the first time you sat down next to each other on the bus is powerful stuff just the energy you both put out and always striving to be better people is something i can't even put in the words but thank you thank you bro thank you baby lastly the nyc kidnapping horror show <laughs> i do it not for me or no one should do it uh zero percent of y'all said i'd do it congratulations y'all now see that's that's what i like to see from my audience we know our audience now here's the thing i know it ain't true because i know at least one person in our audience that is going and she told me and y'all know who it is be safe you, you know can you guess who it is Mm-mm. impossible white man jay 
that sounds about right right that's it made so much sense oh yeah oh yeah of course okay okay. when you said that yeah of Mm -hmm. course you would do it yeah have fun you jumping off buildings like uh (laughs) like 007 so i would so this is a walk in the park for you baby yeah of course they would do it you know um come on she done did it all she done climbed up the mountain she done jumped off buildings in a single bound i mean she does it all uh but 38 percent said not for me and 63 percent said no one should do this brooklyn shoe babe says if that hard kidnapping shit at the at the height of brooklyn gentrification wait if that hard kidnapping shit ain't the height of brooklyn gentrification caucasian wait caucasianicity or is that right caucasianicity caucasianicity sorry she's a new one on me i ain't seen that one uh i like to call it caucasity or mm-hmm. caucasity um i don't know what is i'm a life to, i'm a lifelong brooklyn knight from nyc it uh wait yeah it's and broke and burned in 1970s to the crack wars in 1980s through mayor giuliani 1990s brooklyn was scary as fuck for everyone especially for black and latinos kidnappers and murders and abandoned buildings wasn't something you wanted to experience see or play with fuck this forever mm. i hear you that one that, that one sound like it got personal <laughs> right uh and the last one was our game of thrones recap episode fifteen seventeen with jenkins and jones put some respect on sansa's name mm-hmm. the real queen of the north mm-hmm. come on john ain't the king no more Mm-mm. he a goddamn targaryen um so we had eight comments all right let's see what you guys had to say uh Amani says rod been leading that sansa bandwagon for years now and i'm waiting on people to apologize to him like they need to for secret empire well aria hit him with that my sister asked you a question man listen but i'm mad they spent all this time hyping up rygar as this fine ass dude and they just ended up sending out an extra with viserys's old wig and all i know is if tormund is still alive he better make it back to winterfell before jamie's ass trolls uh strolls in there for brienne i wonder i wonder if jamie would i don't don't, think he would now i don't think he would no 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 yeah great recap as always so much fun having john and tyler on too just got mad all over again they really gave the night king a goddamn ice dragon with blue flame to get one white that cersei just cuban beat the fuck out of anyway john stay starking it up right D. Ramsey P.H. Dunn says, I apologize to Mr. Rob for not believing him about Sansa Stark. She still talks too much. One of the best reviews of the season, five stars. Uh, I will kind of take that apology because I don't think she talks too much, okay? But I do, uh, I'll take your apology partially. It's not, it's not a great apology. Chan says, Rod, I understand why you didn't read my comment last week. There's a lot of shitty people spoiling things all over the place. I wasn't, but better safe than sorry. Yeah, man, I yeah, ain't. That's what it was. It's I'm not even accusing baby. nobody, but mm-hmm. you know, until the season was like, I would have been hurt as fuck. I would have read in there somebody like, yeah, and I think, and exactly what happened on the show this week. <laughs> like, I'd be mad. Uh, anyway, the finale was amazing. Cersei Evil Ass gave no shits about the zombie. Duh, right? We got some new disgusting sexy incest. You know what? that incest was not even that disgusting that's the thing they didn't even go out there like they do in the first few seasons like yeah they've calmed it down a lot yeah i don't think they had not one sexual assault this season because they had to speed shit up i didn't realize this. i don't think it's just for the speed I, I think that shit is in them books everybody been blaming the showrunners 
but i guess the way they read the books they're like man it's hard to to do this shit do i mean gr martin wrote a whole lot of sexual assaults in this world you know i understand he wants to have a grueling uh unrelenting world that that shows that it's very cruel for women and and all that stuff Mm -hmm. but i mean is they're off book now and they just at some point they must have decided like just we don't need to make up rapes to do it even the scene where people say cersei and jamie uh the rape scene by uh joffrey's uh casket which definitely on tv looked like a rape to me Mm -hmm. people say the way it's written in the book is more like because it's the inner dialogue of the characters while on the outside it may have looked that way but it's not like it's no 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 yes in the book and they didn't come across like that at all in the on the tv show but i mean how do i as a director how do i do that and not make everybody pissed it's impossible right, right like every even if you made it no 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 yes people are gonna be like yeah uh that was a rape and y'all put that on screen and act like it wasn't it just doesn't matter like i i would i maybe when we get a uh i don't know maybe when the series is over and they talk about it right it'll be interesting to see especially if these last this last book that he writes if it has a whole lot of sexual assault and shit in it it'll be interesting to see if they were like uh yeah we just didn't want to do that right and to me in my opinion it's actually a good move and i didn't realize they were saying for like this last season they actually got a lot of tv show runners to to do it and they was like oh no no we ain't got time for the bullshit let you know let's make it quick and fast and skip shit and okay they there and let's get it going and they didn't have as many episodes and honestly i'm glad they didn't in my opinion yeah i um i, I remember reading that passage about the uh we read it on the show because we don't read the books but it was like such a controversial thing we read went and found it read on the show and it was like you know n- no we can't we mustn't we you know that type of shit and and it's like yo man i don't know how the fuck i'm supposed to direct this shit and people do shit in books that they can get away with that it book got a uh, children having a gangbang in the sewer and shit you just can't put that on tv mm-hmm. you know what i mean like i you know and i think people don't want to part ways with this source material or or admit that some of the source material is problematic or whatever right so uh like i was like anyway all that to say like the the incest wasn't even disgusting quote unquote for this show like they did it actually kind of tame and sensual like i don't Mm -hmm. even think you saw real nudity that much Mm -mm. it was kind of you know i wonder and like i said it makes me wonder now it could just be those stars are bigger stars now and they're like i'm not putting my titties on screen come on but it makes me wonder if they're like yeah man we had to dial it back it was getting crazy um anyway carsetti finger finally found his rat ass in the corner he couldn't talk his way out of and sends a shot on all the haters i'm a slow learner it's true but i learned come on best moment had to be the hound being proud of aria that that she could take care of herself my favorite season eight theory is that somehow dario will have found himself involved with the golden company if only uh, for there to be yet another scene of sad ass joy realizing that there's even more men around that danny will fuck before they ever she ever think of him that's Aww. funny great episode as always glad i went premium recently so i can go back and listen to past season recaps not just for game of thrones but also the walking dead it's gonna be a long dark winter waiting for season eight yeah it is possibly two uh kung fushis uh at but like dante says uh great house greeting house tips and from house collins and ratchet 
uh rod or how did you say your eye is zell from love and hip-hop hollywood and as a fellow ratchet scholar i agree because he <laughs> stayed ready with the jokes and the hands just like zell that's true he did everything but say you made me bleed my own blood before he left <laughs> to have some fun i asked you who is the kirk mendici cisco and masika of them thrones uh well kirk is 100 percent rob baratheon uh ah. he died in like season one but that nigga was i mean the shit started because he was cheating and he got all them bastards all over the place uh and then like he was cheating on cersei and cersei was trying to the the whole face you know what i'm saying like like uh rashida and that's what led to all this shit so i mean i i think i gotta go with for for sure rob is kirk uh let's see men dc's uh he, let's see now let's see men dc is locked up in jail uh man that's a tough one maybe maybe gendry because that nigga stayed in jail forever um but see but this also got that family he ain't taking care of you gotta th- i have to think on that you know what man these might be george dog that nigga was in jail for a long time got out got the uh got the rock aids you know what i'm saying um just can't seem to get right maybe it's maybe i had to think on mandisi's that's a close one uh cisco i mean who out here lying and i probably i mean little finger probably that's a lying ass nigga um and masika <laughs> let's see masika is probably uh man i see she not queen enough to get cersei so it's hard to give her somebody oh wait it don't have to be a dude let me think who stay mad uh masika probably yara yeah i give masika yara that's close enough um eve says i would like to put into out in the universe people i like to see murdered in season eight cersei jamie robin aaron robin aaron jesus the baby the boy he ain't do nothing but suck on some titties i'm gonna kill him for the mountain quiburn varus theon those septons who made sam clean that shit oh the uh not septons i want to see them die too what are they called they're not meisters meisters right uh and brianne's coochie by tormund's d a girl can dream (laughs) but that last one we all rooting for monster babies really dark knight says this episode of game of thrones show why is the goat that little finger scene had me hollering and you know what rod we were right about sansa smoked that food with his own words the cat who plays little finger should get an oscar emmy and a grammy for that look when sansa says his name y'all know that look like when you were fucking around the teacher called your name to answer the question that shit was so good and he you weren't ready to give an answer that and that baby i'm begging baby i'm begging baby he got on his knees like baby please right oh my god he was like key sweat out there because he wasn't ready uh just like aria i got my own list of who got it down the show i can't wait for creepy ass varus to get the rest of his body burned up yeah you know varus supposed to die then melisandre supposed to die too she said she she gotta come back and die she already predicted fuck that dude some of y'all trying to say theon will redeem himself by having by saving yara nah fuck reek yesterday fuck reek today fuck reek forever with his punk ass too bad we gotta wait till 2019 for that shit yeah i want to see reek die saving yara i mean i'm okay if he saves yara but then he need to die i think he will and then maybe just maybe just maybe i think he's gonna nah i'm just kidding i'm not gonna i'm gonna still hate him (laughs) 
either he gonna die on like fighting trying to get to her or either he gonna rescue her and then die one or two gonna happen my prediction kc67 apollo says great recap episode glad tyler and john were there good vibes from them mm-hmm. i knew sansa and aria were working together like you said right aria is trained she knows when to hide and when to be seen and sansa was never stupid her parents just didn't prepare her for the world she had to learn from experience yo i was talking about this with uh with a friend on uh facebook and direct message because we don't like talking in front of you guys uh yeah! well you know the sansa hive man we strong but we don't we don't like all that bullshit we like signs that we you know we plot behind y'all back and then come back when we got the answers <laughs> anyway uh one of the things that has bothered me about game of thrones and i don't expect people to admit this shit but uh and, and maybe i'm wrong you know I, i'll accept that but i really feel like a lot of this shit has been low-key about gender roles and the fact that Sansa is quote unquote a girly girl mm-hmm. i've been saying it for years not just when it got popular this year mm-hmm. i've been saying this shit going back a ways because mm-hmm. i don't understand how she's considered stupid but Arya and john aren't come on because if we're calling them all stupid okay if you're just calling her stupid what the fuck is wrong with you Arya did a lot of stupid shit but we called it brave because it involved violence right same thing with john john has made so many dumbass decisions That's how i, got I didn't even like time. john yeah i didn't even like john for like three seasons because i was like this nigga gonna have to die or something to learn that, that that you can't just trust everybody you know and then what happened he got his ass killed and instead of people being like what a fucking dumbass it was like please bring him back oh my god he's the best you know what i mean Arya got a gut full of knife fucking with the uh that orphan chick man yeah like because she didn't want to follow their rules she wanted to she knew what it meant to join that cult and still try to leave and be Arya. like we didn't go what a dumbass when they kill your ass remember how stupid you were when you lied to the deadliest motherfuckers in the world and then just tried to go back home like nothing like it's supposed to be all good no we knew that they had destinies that were gonna probably work out and we were like rooting for them to work it out right i don't understand how people aren't like that with signs it bothers the fuck out of me to be honest i just don't like really engaging in it because it's like you're watching a tv show it's just entertainment you should be allowed to think what you think but part of me goes you think that because she wears dresses instead of fights with swords you know uh anyway the transformation of my bay into a queen bitch is motherfucking happening though before your very eyes i hope she end up on the throne how about that me too uh anyway uh great recap episode da 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 okay um signs of high stuff oh yeah i have been waiting for cersei uh oh yeah she had to learn from experience i would say everything i ever wanted to come to fruition did in this episode i've been waiting for cersei and Tyrion confrontation for a long time as well as the official reveal of the familial ties between daenerys and john sad we won't have these recasts till 2019 but at least we got those premium osr and smr and of course twd and fear twd for those that aren't up on game premium shows we have a, uh, off-season reviews we review shows mm-hmm. once they go off we right we do a review rather than mid-season mm-hmm. every episode too much work and also sometimes you need to let a story be completely told before you evaluate it yeah for some of the shit we watched this fall yeah we still gotta review one or two more shows before they restart but go ahead spoil movie reviews of course you guys should know what those are mm-hmm. the movie reviews where we saw the movie and talk about everything that happened and of course the walking dead and fear the walking dead were the last two uh they will be back before we know it thanks Ryder karen love you thank you thank you and the poll was how'd you enjoy this season of game of thrones 
87% loved it, 10% thought it was just okay, and 3% didn't like it. Uh, completely fine. It's just weird watching people talk about it online because it makes it seem like everybody just had this agreement that we all hated and i'm like that's not what i'm seeing at all i loved it like people that i see talking about it seem to have loved the show and enjoyed week. it yeah. yeah even though they might have flaws like you do with every tv show overall most people loved it yeah maybe it's the book thing you know it could be that yeah and it was some book readers but yeah you do have a, a huge percentage or at least the ones that are very visible out here on that bullshit but go ahead uh <laughs> you've been saying that a lot lately but go ahead you got it keep keep the party going <laughs> let me yeah. just turn this water into wine uh anyway uh cory wait if you're saying i hope you're not saying that because you think i'm like hurry up i'm not mm-hmm. okay because mm-hmm. you can talk as no, long as you want no because i didn't want to just just rub you that's why i was like but go go ahead on no nah, go ahead i can i can be quiet oh no problem yeah and, uh like i said and i know it's that quote unquote hashtag not all book readers but it's almost like the republicans the loudest ones is the ones you see so those are the ones that people go oh okay y'all are all assholes even though you know you might quote unquote have reasonable and rational people out there but y'all are very silent so a lot right. of people interact and they say shit and they have the motherfuckers coming on that y'all wrong the books is better then people go well fuck the book readers then right we did get some voicemails this week wonderful is actually working yeah we'll see we'll see uh what's the time look like was uh all right so we got okay tuesday no let's see this one no yeah we've been trying to get it together we don't know what's wrong with the child some people able to leave them some people ain't all right here's one from wednesday and i don't hear shit did they pocket dial us by accident i was just playing blank yeah i was drunk dial maybe all right so that was not really a message uh what about this one okay here's one from thursday yeah yeah what's going on black out this family ron and karen how y'all doing great uh this is travis i'm calling from um calling from the miami area um yeah we listened to your episodes you was talking about the hurricane that's going on in texas i have family over there and um uh, the way the news is describing what's going on, they're not telling the whole story. They only seem like they're only sticking to uh, one area of Houston, that's the downtown area. You know, they're not showing the, uh, the, the brown, the brown and black area section of what's going on, the looting and uh, everything that's going on. And um, tell, you the, tell, tell you the truth, I think uh, United States is doing a bad job. Um, it goes in for the volunteers. So where would where, a lot of people would have been dead? You know what I'm saying? So I like to congratulate the volunteers that are doing most of the work in the Coast Guard. So basically, mm-hmm. you see the volunteer in the Coast Guard doing the work. But when it comes to um, the military and the, uh, the other part of the government, they're not doing anything. They're not doing, you know, if, if it wasn't for the volunteer, it would have been uh, even more dead. Mm-hmm. So, you know, for Congress and the, uh, we need to find out, you know, a better way to um, figure in case of something like this happen again because uh, you know we have to it's like we have to survive by ourselves we, we, we can't wait on the government to help us because they're not going to be around after Katrina happened I thought they would learn their lessons from that but I mean, like you know as the time time goes on it's going to get worse so I like uh, I like what you guys are talking about what's going on and um 
Go keep up the good work, and um, talk to all the guys later. Bye. Uh, first of all, thank you for calling. Thank you, um, baby. It was a little bit quiet, so you guys might not have heard everything we heard, but he was essentially saying that the response from the government to the flooding in Texas it's has been terrible. terrible. And yeah, yeah man, I for volunteers and stuff. If it wasn't for volunteers, they wouldn't. Uh, a lot of people's lives wouldn't have been saved and stuff. And this is the vision that uh, that I'm not gonna get into a whole thing. Just this is why it's just it's a shame that people decided to vote for trump it's a shame that people decided uh that this is the election we could kind of gamble with and play with it's a shame that um everybody spent way too much time focused on like hillary clinton's faults and not on the fact that we need a competent leader of this country and you know i won't go as far as saying those deaths are on people's heads but Nah, I will go that far. That those people's deaths are on a lot of people's heads because a con- just a competent leader, not even a great leader, just somebody that knew how government worked, might have been able to help get get like they would have had somebody in 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 charge of FEMA. They would have had somebody uh, coordinating efforts down there. And a lot of stuff that I'm seeing now, I mean, I'm, it's good that people are being humanitarians and a lot of people put their lives on the lines i see a lot of people putting a lot of money up but it's not going to change the fact that we don't have a government that cares about people that will go down there and, and just do what a government's supposed to do a government is not a fucking business and a oh businessman should never be in charge of a government a, a, a business does a business does what joe osteen does and keeps his doors shut because he's worried about his business you know i know he says a church but come on it's a business but like that that's what a business normally does a business normally doesn't do the right thing quote unquote or do the selfless thing they have profits they have all this shit you know this 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 you know these motherfuckers get off on cutting budgets that get people killed so it's just very difficult for me to not make that connection when i hear about the failings of the government and, and what people had to deal with so that's how i feel about it uh, we got some voicemails from Iman. Hey, Ron Ken. This is Iman. Hope you guys are doing well. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just calling in about um, the episode where you were talking about the think piece about insecure. And and it just, like, I'm tired of think pieces, too, because you guys are totally right that they didn't really write, like, think pieces about the show girls um and less except in kind of like a let's protect lena dunham kind of way like oh lena dunham's always naked on that show is she okay like we gotta protect her in kind of in a way like that that's the only time like i would ever see like anything really written about the show girls even though i don't watch that show but those are the only articles i've ever seen but um, talking about, you know, oral sex and everything, it just popped in a few memories for me. There was this, because um, a lot of different people have hang-ups about oral sex. It's mm-hmm. not just, you know, black women. So mm-hmm. I don't know what that, that lady was talking about in her piece. Uh, because I was back in college, there was this Master P movie, um, I don't remember the name of it. I just remember it was like a masterpiece production and he was starring in it. But there's a scene where he's, you know, driving this car 
and I think I was like 19, so. <laughs> and, and then the girl popped up, and I was like, what? Mm. Like, that is unsafe. You cannot do that in a moving vehicle. It's like, you're not wearing a seatbelt. This is me being innocent. <laughs> but, she, but the girl, she like said some backhanded comment because it wasn't. Oh, she got cut off. Okay. Hold on. Go to the next one. She she left a couple more. Mm-hmm. Okay. I see how Skype wanna be. That was not even a full three minutes. I see. But anyway, let me hurry up. I'm sorry, that's the way I've been before. So in the film, she's getting head from this girl and then she pops up and she like makes some backhanded comments about, you know, oh, I bet your wife or something can't do like that. And he was like, oh, bitch. He's like, I can't let my wife do that. He's like, that's the mother of my children. I love her. I'm like, but she'll cheat on her now to get... I was like, that makes no sense. And then there's also... You remember um, the Spike Lee movie? Was it Summer of Sam or is it Son of Sam? I can't remember. But John Leguizamo's character, like, his wife, like, uh, just the thing in the movie... Uh, was tr- like trying to be more intimate with him and trying to go down on him and like please him that way and he's always like really hesitant about it and he doesn't want her to do it and you know she buys a wig and everything and it's like oh it's not it's like it's not even me and I can do this for you now and then like he starts she starts giving him head and then he's like okay yeah it's not it's like it's not you and then he's like no nah, no nah, get up he's like he's like you're gonna be the mother of my children one day he's like I don't I don't want you to do this so I was like. So, and they're supposed to be Italian in the movie, so mm. I'm just like, there are a lot of different people who have hang-ups about oral sex and just sex in general, and I think if, it just to piggyback on that, like, if we have better sex education, I think it also would, you know, allow kids the information to know if they even want to do something or not, because a lot of kids, they start having sex or they get into, you know, more risky types of sex because they don't know about it, and so that's why they try it. But if they did know about it, then they'd be like, you know what, I don't even... Oh, so it's a two-minute limit. Oh, oh my God, Ronnie Kelly, you're right, fuck Skype. Oh, my God. Skype that was is... two minutes and eight seconds. You didn't even give me a full three minutes. I thought it was a three-minute rule. You know what? So, I love you guys. <laughs> I have right now. But I love y'all. I'll listen forever. Have a great day. I'm out. <laughs> Bye-bye. 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 Baby, won't you know, y'all, we don't know what happened. Uh, we, we might just change all together because they did an update, and all of a sudden, ain't no pre-recorded voicemail up front, so it's not like you just call a random number. And then we didn't set no limits. It sets its own limits, and we didn't realize it was a little over two minutes, y'all. That, that We did not know. Two minutes apparently is the new rule. Right. That's what I'm noticing. Because two people got cut off for two minutes, so there you go. Um, alright, uh. We didn't tell it to. Yeah, I, I, anyway. Uh, we have, uh, some, um, we have some, a bunch of emails from you guys, so let's okay. get to those. Let's but do it. yes, I do feel you on that. It's, look, I, especially the point about girls, and this is the thing that, this is when I knew that, like, it was a hundred percent, or um, like my inkling about it was right was when I brought up that people didn't do this for these other shows, and people was like, "Yes, they did," and I was like, "No, they, no, I'm a fan of those shows. I know they did. 
that wasn't me asking that was me telling y'all y'all like because i was like i have an inkling that this is because the black woman show made and directed by a black woman and people identify with it in some areas so they wanted to be a complete representation of the right decisions and all the good things and all that shit and they were like no that's not it i don't think if people are doing that i said well then why aren't y'all doing it for these other shows that i watch i live tweet them these all these shows ain't old girls just went off the air last year mm-hmm. this year even i think no last year and we we weren't doing this you know what i mean i stopped live tweeting that show and even then we weren't doing like i could just see from the discussion on the timeline the discussions weren't around stupid not stupid but it wasn't around stuff like what kind of message is this sending to me as a woman it wasn't around that you know just like it's i know white feminism is different and everything but there's also this level of like extra scrutiny on black people that's just not fair it's not okay correct and we shouldn't do it to each other i get white people do that shit to us and we revolt or get mad but when we do it to each other i'm like hey it's just as bad man mm-hmm. let that artist be an artist right and I, I push back towards it because i'm like you was anti-black just allow people to be them and like i said i uh didn't watch sex in the city but black people that watch sex in the city said that there was like a similar scene uh with one of the characters uh the same thing happened to her that happened to Easter yeah. and it was like I didn't see all these think pieces. They was like yeah. I didn't see all and they was like no sex care in the city was a white woman. Now Sex in the City was old enough that I can be like the in social media wasn't what it was. That, what no, it I is agree. Now. I agree. But girls ain't that old. That's no, why I specifically keep going to certain shows. Right. Some of these shows are on now. Ballers is on now. That 50 cent show is on now yes it is y'all don't care stop mm-hmm. acting like y'all care empire's on now like just stop trying to act like it's different y'all know what it is black woman did it so it gotta be a positive role bottle uh anyway emails hey guys uh from lakita who says dear rod and karen hey i'm afraid i'm becoming a stand because my husband and 14 year old daughter hear your name so much that they had to ask who you are my 11 year old doesn't listen to me at all so i discuss rick and morty anime gumball video games regular old black Aww. shit and your names come up i'm such a nerd but i promise to adore and support you guys from afar i don't idolize you guys and i know no one's perfect but good people is good people and that's all i ever ask of someone thank you thank you baby b the my virtual hug in the last email mentioned the crown of collars it was never my intention to make jeremy feel bad or feel and feeling misunderstood is is my kryptonite i didn't believe that jeremy was being ableist or intentionally harmful or anything like rod out says that particular moment hit my thing uh but please believe i've I've laughed at some terrible shit before and i wasn't judging i understand we're all works in progress yeah that's one of the things that i do find um everybody is that's one of the things i do find interesting is uh there's always this idea like people that uh have a whatever like you pick the area of, of whatever you're dealing with in your life you y'all pick the thing like uh let's say cancer in this instance like oh cancer has affected my life and it killed somebody i love they act like that person's never laughed at i don't know a joke about some dude being too short you know what i mean or a joke about like we all have areas where we ain't shit and areas where we great i I really shouldn't even say shit ain't shit but y'all get my point like we have moments where we go ha we we had an episode titled ha all a long time ago yes uh because i was like i'm gonna invent this thing on twitter where i say ha all because 
it's funny but it's it's yeah. also like after you finish laughing you go oh like that's kind of sad yeah. like that's kind of bad that i laughed at that but the shit was still funny but that's kind of like that's kind of a state that most of us live in you know i don't think it's so you know and i and yeah i didn't feel like you were coming out on jeremy and i don't think mm-hmm. he felt that way either no he didn't uh but 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 it's but that's the thing about these shows man we put them out into the world and we really don't know until we know like you really don't have there's certain shit you just can't even think of and or naturally it just doesn't hit you until you experience it and you're like oh okay i see how that could be a problem with someone might feel that way you know what i mean mm-hmm. uh and then and then it's up to you because you may just be like fuck it i feel like I, they need to get over it and i'm gonna keep making my joke that's fine i know i have my moments where i do that shit or you may feel like uh, i'm gonna look at this from a different perspective or i'm gonna try to learn something about it you know it's up to you yeah and it, and it varies uh per person and depending on what the topic and the topic is and yeah there are some things i'm like fuck it i just don't care and then there's some things uh even because they like because y'all hear hours upon hours hundreds probably thousands of hours of, of us being recorded you hear us grow you hear us learn and like i know for me one of my pet peeves was periods because like i i talking to Roderick had to change my perspective about that because if y'all initially heard that conversation i was just starkly against it but it's kind of like people were insecure i was just wrapping the conversation around me and around how i felt and around my personal experiences and around my you know negative perspective versus uh the person's intentions like i said totally up to you because i'm not even saying you got to turn around and be like i'm great you know I, I i think people should reflect and understand themselves more but that don't mean you always gonna make the quote-unquote good choice mm-hmm. like sometimes you understand yourself and you be like i'm still gonna do whatever the fuck i feel like doing anyway right and make these jokes or whatever it is you were doing ain't nothing changed i think i was trying to convey that rod and karen's response warmed my heart not that jeremy's a bad person at all i don't, I, I don't think he got that from it Mm-mm, at least no. not that's from the way he responded i don't feel like he Mm-mm. felt like he was a bad person or you were saying he was bad right i wouldn't subscribe to crown of college if i thought so and anyone who feels so strongly about kirk frost can't be a bad person in my opinion <laughs> exactly like can't we all agree that kirk is the real enemy uh plus any friend of rods hope i didn't make it worse with my explanation nah mm-hmm. nah 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 you good it's i really think it's it's absolutely fine mm-hmm. um anywho uh and also man like just in case if if, like if if that would have been the something that that bothered you you know you don't have to feel bad about that either like we all got our shit you know Mm -hmm. like i try not to make my shit anybody else's problem but we all got our shit and the world is not wrapped in bubble wrap at all no sometimes you wish it was but it ain't yeah sometimes it just it hits you anywho love you guys as always whenever rod wants to discontinue the violence that his white people covers just know that i support it lol uh tongue emoji face tongue emoji face ah! well that's what y'all say but the poll told the truth so mm-hmm. that's what happened when you don't vote you see COVID, right y'all thought it was a uh, uh y'all thought y'all could play with the vote uh episode 15 14 with cory glover living color coffee light sweet says dear rod care i had to leave the live chat early when this podcast was recorded but i couldn't wait to hear the replay when i got back home first i was so proud that i heard cory glover's enthusiasm for the show i was skeptical about cory being true blue resident of tbgwt nation but he won me over when he knew the complete podcast intro yelled out bullet ball extreme and sang and clapped to all the games yep he's family now exactly mm-hmm 
that 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 was so dope yeah and something i rarely do y'all i even went back and i i was on the show i let's re-listen to the whole <laughs> show at my job thank you to Corey glover for taking the time to answer my question about hard rock music i took the information to heart and will put my money where my mouth is and buy the new album shade on september 8th i was listening with a mind open to lead to learning new things about music finally Roddy karen your podcast touches me touches more folks than you realize and your guests from this podcast is proof yes yeah, that's the thing like i kind of had the same thing as him where when i am a fan of something if i feel like you know it's a podcast or something and like i don't want to influence it or freak anybody out so i kind of played it back a lot on stuff where i'm like oh yeah i really like this person or this thing that they're doing but i'm not gonna i don't know interrupt it i guess is the right, right way right and then there's one of the things but i'm put like this i'm a fan of a lot of other people's podcasts and various different things sometimes people know and then sometimes people don't know it, it just kind of varies you know and sometimes i'll reach out i'll be like hey can i be you know a guest on this show and i dm and things like that and a lot of them are just shocked and surprised that i would even take the time of consideration but i'm like i actually do listen and i'm a fan of the show and i, I don't know sometimes it's like i'm just a normal ass person so sometimes i'm like i'm glad that uh how can i say it sometimes i'm just glad that people appreciate what we do and that they love what we do and sometimes i'm still shocked when i reach out and people are just shocked that i would even take the time to ask or consider to be on this show um and then, if that makes sense what i'm saying of course it okay. makes sense of course yeah i, do I was kind of thinking while i was talking nah i do the, like i said uh i do it too sometimes i'm just like oh man i'm not gonna anyway uh, I'm sure you, your podcast has many fans and my supporters across the world who know who who know you who you are and are very glad that you do what you do. Thank you both for making a difference. Hashtag keep going. Hashtag build an empire. Hashtag the best is yet to come at Coffee Light and Sweet. Thank you. Thank you, baby. Yeah. Uh, um, Stephen writes in, dear white on white women violence, dear Rod and Karen. As, a, as an advantage of being blind is that you listen more closely so your eyes don't play tricks on you now i know the woman who did the beat down claimed to be white but she was either passing or channeling black woman rage the language she used was straight out the hood after the fight i swear she said nigga give me them give my shoes <laughs> steven yo steve for real there's a part of that like i listened to the audio on uh, three guys on and i'm like if if i was playing guess the race with just the audio Yo, i'd have been wrong because i would have missed the fuck out of that one because she flat was like hey i'm taking off my stuff just in case you want to come over here get frog with me i'll be ready like i won't be shocked if that woman got some little biracial babies running around or something she, yeah. she felt like a friend of the family right the way and, she and hit she that was like what you're not gonna do is disrespect people that i love that's what you're not gonna do like i'm not saying that that anger is a trait of blackness i mean it is though we we deserve we we deservedly angry it's mm-hmm. fine but uh but i what i will say is that uh the way she was used the some of the vernacular like when she like bitch you stupid i'm like maybe uh yeah yeah, like you know like 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 the beautiful pastor saline say you got a right to be mad and that's normally a lot of black people yeah i got a lot to be mad about Mm -hmm. 
allegra says uh and that's why y'all the best hey karen and rock episode fifteen thirteen. i appreciate the honesty you two came with regarding black people and rock i was and am a person who loves rock and alternative this is usually my go-to along with funk and so i usually try to keep my emails from getting too personal because who cares about my story but i need to give y'all a little just a little background i grew up in a black ass family who were dancers and crazy music lovers i would get made fun of uh by other black people for loving rock music i was always teased about not being black enough thing is i never wanted to be anything other than what i am a black woman i was raised that blackness and black women in particular are everything and so it confused me that blackness could not be everything in the eyes of the community right. anyway just wanted to say thank you to both of you for being open about your feelings and being true to your empathic hearts knowledge is evolution evolution gives power allegra thank you mm-hmm. thank you baby yeah i think yeah i i remember when i first heard uh like rock music um, my brother used to listen to and i was like oh nigga you listen to that white shit and then like every once in a while i just leave it in the cd player and listen to it and i'll be like this shit kind of jamming i gotta buy the cd for myself and that was you know that was actually how i started listening to music that wasn't hip-hop and r&b you know for a long time that was all i listened to so um and even still it wasn't like i branched into it heavily it was just like a few songs you know what i'm saying it was, it was a few albums like green day i had an album of theirs um i had that double album that's uh with the weird name um it was uh like melancholy and uh infinite sadness did i get that right did i tank that let me see i feel like i, t- I yeah and, and like i said some of them i only heard because they were so popular mm. you know certain groups you know like guns and roses oh Arrow i did Kill. get it right cool yeah i never was into guns and roses and arrow um smith and stuff um but but i have i, yeah, I knew their music through right. like other stuff right I, although i do remember love in the elevator was with heavy when i was at uh summer camp like that was my jam like niggas was listening to nsync and um fucking uh new kids on the block oh uh, no not in the nsync it was new kids on the block was heavy that summer and uh I, of course i was always listening to rap but also i remember being like yo this love in the elevator song is the shit though like that shit went hard you know and i think for me i'm not even gonna lie the first time that i ever thought about or considered rock and roll uh was that ron dmc ron dmc uh walk yeah this, walk this way right yeah and i was like who is it? I'm keeping it plain. Who is these white boys and why is they rapping? Why is they over here hollering around DMC? Okay, this shit is plain. All right, I like this. Yeah, that, I think. That was my but response. see, that's that's another one of those hip hop rock crossover things. Like I said, uh, it's interesting that I did that. I just never crossed over to uh, to just rock. You know right, what I mean? Yeah, that's I the just thing. I, I never it. actually crossed over, but it made me kind of aware of these groups. And there are some groups that are so iconic that if you listen to any type of music you would constantly see them topping the charts and stuff so i was aware of them but just never went over there to actually get into right. their discography but it's still fuck axel rose over here though come on yeah and if you can, you might can catch these hands axel i need an apology okay just saying i only learned about it last week but i already ain't forgot okay come on let me see you on these streets axel uh hurricane harvey from houston uh nehemiah says 
a big thing with this is that we bunkered down for category four hurricane that decided to kick his feet up and just chill while pulling endless amounts of warm moist air causing days of rain we typically flood and go back in a day or two this was never expected oh yeah i i hear you i mean and, and all the people that suppose uh, i guess uh from the government like the the federal government that could help but just not around Mm-mm. and uh you're talking about the hurricane and they said i think one of the hurricanes four might have been hurricane they're talking about they said that they actually made an evacuation i think it was houston and it was just ridiculous for it to kind of just leave rain and bypass that's another reason why they said they didn't do um evacuation because there was a hey, last time we did this it was ridiculous bumper to bumper people was running out of gas we were having to pick cars off the road that was like it just was not worth it yeah, it's a major city um mm-hmm. so i think one of the top 10 in the u.s so it wasn't gonna be easy to evacuate anyway Mm-mm. marissa says dear Ryder karen love the show as always i wanted to address those tired ass thing pieces about insecure when i saw these threads and such demanding kind of use i was too through for one you're right we're not hearing this on other shows how about ballers isn't that show about agents and athletes sleeping with randoms we damn sure know condom use and athletes can go together like peanut butter and mustard i understand we as black people have expectations on portrayals and not always being up to par but some folks just need to shut the fuck up and just watch the show but money had an insecure based hashtag called the black civil war it's rarely entertaining it's rarely entertaining discussions it's all this respectability chokeholds on shows where you can't just be discussing the show much like scandal starring a black woman more think pieces about don't you be sleeping with that white man black girl it was so many negro bed wench think pieces from ashy twitter and the pick me crew insecure is Issa's show another black woman look at Grey's anatomy that show featured doctors in the first season had an episode of an std outbreak in the hospital and condom use still wasn't a priority before that episode or after it's a show about messy ass doctors how to get away with murder is another one where the latina character is pregnant and the possibility of who the daddy is is not certain that show is nothing but sleeping with each other in between covering up murders don't remember a single condom mention or even asked by fans yeah it only comes up with the gay storyline but as reggie said on uh what's the tease like that's because you know it's it's almost like a low-key homophobia that any storyline where two men sleep together has to be like alluded to like we are definitely having safe sex we are using condoms okay america you know like he's like that's kind of low-key fucked up but mm-hmm. i won't i don't want to put words in his mouth at least that's what i took from what he yeah, was saying that's what i heard too from what he was saying on the show yeah uh sex in the city another one where sex is in the title of the show safe sex practices you know this is the other thing i want to admit too i mean i want people to kind of understand too some of this shit is fantasy essentially yes. and it's kind of the porn thing where people watch porn and they don't really want to see condoms in porn and people will make arguments about safe sex and all this shit but then when you actually do a poll of people people don't like porn with condoms on it and they wouldn't talk about it in public that way they wouldn't make an argument to your face but if you let them make a go vote in the fucking you know anonymous poll they would be like no i don't want to see a condom because it's a fantasy aspect to it so even if the idea was they're having sex and condoms were literally explicitly not used even if that's what they were saying they weren't but let's say they were and it's a tv show the actors aren't really having sex no one got pregnant no one got you know like right it's a tv show guys it's you know about safe sex you're an adult 
that's my whole thing use what you've already learned who are these impressionable children and i watch this fucking show that y'all keep thinking that y'all writing for i watch tv shows where there's action scenes and no no one has a seatbelt on in the car and it it like to me it's just funny at this point it low-key annoys me quote unquote but i get it like it's a tv show no they're not actually in danger Mm-mm, they got a green screen behind them anyway uh sex in the city is another one where sex is in the title of the show safe sex practices in the episode with samantha date wanted her to have an AIDS test it was sick was, that was in six seasons of the show and that was the only time it was ever referenced there's nothing but this tired black woman policing with the woke crew another thing that is a show on hbo a network that gave you the sopranos oz and the woke crew just needs to well, go watch pbs or c-span also this needs to see uh, need to see condoms for viewers who plenty of them aren't using condoms regularly or at all is another segment of hypocrisy yeah i was about to say something fucked up and i'm not gonna say it marissa but you probably know what i was gonna say by the way the show is called insecure from a woman who became popular from a web series called awkward black girl i love the fact that there aren't any mary sue walking perfection strong black women indestructible trope every black character doesn't have to be a role model Nobel peace prize winner love y'all marissa from the bronx come on that's another thing too man like people say i don't why everybody on the show on these shows gotta be a strong black woman i'm i'm flawed i'm pop and then all of a sudden blah out get that everybody complains. i don't want to see it she's too flawed why can't you make her a perfect black woman that makes all the right decisions uh jay uh possible white man jay said white people shit episode 15 16 uh so i just got to the spot in the wine show where y'all talk about the haunted event nyc so um i'll be in attendance in red hook brooklyn to be kidnapped with what i assume will be seven other random white people look i'm just testing the limits of my possible white manship as you can see below it is a ticket for one because i'm not even going to bother asking my fiance best friend or other random folks to attend this with me i know better i just hope you come back that's what i was about to say be safe you might not make it back oh my god this shit is really 95 dollars. oh my god oh my god Mm-mm. jay jay what is going on you know on? people to kidnap you for free baby Mm-mm. oh my god <laughs> kidnap you for you free be safe you might not come back to kidnap ain't nobody kidnapping nobody for free now that i think no, about no, no. it you walking down the street somebody can randomly pick you up and run away with you for free it won't be free that's what i'm saying i'd they, rather give you the 95 and come back home the, the you pay for the return not the kidnapping ain't that the truth <laughs> uh adam that's not with your 95 dollars in return shipping free adam <laughs> says three piece aria episode dear Roddy karen i just wanted to say thank you for your, the show with Corey glover last sunday i wanted to say here in the show i felt like i got my life back to you guys i've been living a living color fan for close to 30 years when i listened to the first album vivid i was hooked from the start a few years ago i met vernon reed at a music lecture he had talked about how he formed living color how he met Corey mud skillings and doug winbush and will calhoun and his life his influences playing with and projects and bands he played in it was awesome and sur- surreal meeting him i had seen living color i had seen living color dance in detroit and they put on a great show if you've never seen them in concert i highly recommend it you won't be disappointed i could go on and on but i wanted to say thank you hearing one of my favorite singers on my favorite band of my favorite bands being on my favorite podcast just blew my mind i wanted to say thank you thank you thank you 
uh see lee lee says hey rod and karen just want to thank you guys for some hilarious awesome episodes you did with Corey glover from living color as a guy who was born in the early 80s raised in the 90s i was complete I, it was a complete and tremendous joy to see a band like living color pop up on mtv when i would watch the channel non-stop as a kid i was so elated one to hear that Corey was going to be on the show two that him and the other members of living color were huge fans of the podcast as a young black drummer who had just started learning how to play seeing will calhoun play was everything mm. Ryder karen you guys always say we're just giving you giving your opinions but real talk these opinions are opinions we need to hear more of and of course we need to champion and support these voices at every turn these are the things you uh these are the things you guys do every day you walk the earth and i have to thank you for always being you p.s thanks for playing the video of the racist white woman getting her ass whooped by the other white woman a two-piece ass whooping is always a good thing lol peace love trey underscore swindu at Artur Artur ronin uh thank you thank you baby and uh, angela davis quote the end email progressive art can assist people to learn not only about the objective forces at, at work in society in which they live but also about the intense social character of their interior lives ultimately it can propel people towards social emancipation angela davis i'm reading her book right now mm. um that's an eloquent sister uh allegra says great thanks for the great interview uh 1514 love the interview with Corey glover i really love the energy i was geeking the fuck out just listening i love how Corey was hella hyped about playing the games 1515 man i wish my teachers were just as creative and innovative as that teacher rapping about geography back in the day come on i would have le- learned so much uh, if that shit was set to music i love being black too 1516 regarding the rights of transgender people it's amazing to me that cisgender heterosexual and some homosexual people of color cannot empathize with inequality and brutalization of transgender people using whatever excuse to not support their fight but it's the same fucking fight the right to truly exist without judgment is it mm. uh, it is the right to live their life how is someone who needs to uh to uh how is someone who needs to live their own life different from the overall fight that people of color are fighting it is not different i too hope that one day society can be can get the fuck over the hangouts and move on uh one does not have to be transgender to relate to that struggle in some way thanks uh for all that you two do allegra a i wish i had it in front of me but i had this quote that i uh uh not quote but this passage i had highlighted um in my kindle from uh angela davis's book mm-hmm. and uh that was one of the things i highlighted was just how uh she's an author i'm assuming she's an author and angela davis she was an activist author professor okay. a lot of stuff like um, she was on the before. yeah she was a black panther for a little while um you know like i remember i said i wanted to learn more about like socialism and stuff mm-hmm. so she's one of the people that um you know um it's kind of on it's, that list yeah right. like she was actually on the communist list for a while um so yeah but she's one of those people so uh i was like let me read her thoughts on the world and i read um i'm reading about her um uh what do you call it i'm reading i'm reading about her um thoughts on ferguson and like some current events and stuff in palestine and how she relates it all and stuff like that and it's it's you know it's, it's been interesting to learn yeah um, because i you made me think i was listening to coach witch mm-hmm. and the lady who wrote the book called what is the white rage uh i don't remember her name but that's the name of the book 
and i went to go look it up and i didn't realize that i had all we had already had the book so i started uh reading that and the same thing she was talking about ferguson and things like that and it's causing me to challenge myself because you know sometimes when you read certain authors and not in a bad way sometimes they could be very vocabulatious so i'm glad that now i don't have to look for look up a dictionary i can just google on my phone what words mean and once i put those words in a complete sentence i was like well goddamn that's what that means and it's it's been interesting challenging and looking at the world through her eyes and her perspective yeah so but yeah she had um she had this really good uh point about um intersectionality and she was basically like if your movement isn't um if your movement isn't encompassing everybody like if you got like you can't be free and have a, a transphobic version of freedom come on you know like that's like that's kind of what she was at with and i was that's like that's not true freedom right like that's how i feel too like you can't like you can't have a misogynistic version of freedom because it's not that everybody ain't free right and you and, know and, and that's uh i think that's why my feelings are very strong about uh when it comes to the to the to the quote-unquote intersectionality of things because my freedom is freedom for all blacks like no matter where you fit on the spectrum no matter what your sexuality is no matter what your religion is like i'm like hey me fighting for my freedom is also fighting for your freedoms right. you know like like it, it is for everybody to be quote-unquote free and not oppressed and a lot of people's quote-unquote freedoms comes with stipulations but then that's not freedom yeah i just like it, like i said it, it just was uh okay cool i found a passage actually while we were talking mm-hmm. um and yeah I, I quoted this yesterday um so uh yeah it says the decision was indeed historic but the struggles against homophobic state violence for economic rights health care etc um uh continue most importantly if the intersectionality of struggles against racism homophobia and transphobia is minimized we will never achieve significant victories in our fight for justice this is yet another reason why it's essential to develop richer richer and more critical vocabularies with which to express our insights about racism the inability to understand the complexity of racism can lead to assumptions for example that there is an independent phenomenon we can call black on black crime that has nothing to do with racism Mm -hmm. so the development of new ways of thinking about racism requires us not only to understand economic social and ideological structures but also collective psychic structures one of the major examples of this violence of racism consists of the rearing of generations of black people who have not learned how to imagine the future who are not now in possession of education and the imagination that allows them to envision the future this is violence that leads to other forms of violence violence against children violence against partners violence against friends and our families and communities we often unconsciously continue the work of larger forces of racism assuming that this violence is individual and i don't know how i actually need to look up the definition of the word but it's sweet s-u-i generous uh g-e-n-g-e-n-e-r-i-s um mm. assuming it's latin um so uh but but the anyway point being that um uh we def like we definitely um it reminds me of how, how i feel about just like black life in general that thing i was saying that kendrick was talking about um he you know he was basically saying like uh 
we kill each other because we don't value our lives and it's deeper than just white people like it's not saying that it's like it it's not to blame us and maybe that's where unique okay that's what that means unique um like it's not to blame us uh necessarily but it's to say that this shit affects us so heavily that we do it to each other and that's what that means the way that i when i say like black trans when i there's this huge debate that i don't want to get into but it's this idea of like black people are more homophobic or transphobic than other people and i don't necessarily believe it Mm -mm. in the in the way in i don't believe it in the way of like um you walk up to a black person and they're just like i hate gays you know whatever um not that that doesn't exist obviously it exists Mm -hmm. i don't know if it's more than white people i don't know i think white people wouldn't tell you that Mm -hmm. but they would also vote against gay interest they would also Mm -hmm. um get rally money uh to make sure that laws get passed they would also Mm -hmm. uh take millions of dollars and put it in the african governments to make sure that they kill gay people over there like i don't know because their influence is deeper right but what i do know is we don't value black life so if you're black and gay whoever is in proximity to you is probably more deadly to you no matter what correct whether it's a white person black person whatever the fuck they will forever like your life's not valued if you're a woman and you're a black woman black films your life isn't valued so so whoever's in proximity is a danger to you you know what i mean so does it make black men more uh misogynistic does it really matter when you're a black woman nope does it matter when you're a black film i don't really have time to decipher that shit come on i just try i'm just trying to live so if my killer is gonna look like me you know if my killer is gonna have the same skin as me then to me it doesn't fucking matter whether or not the big statistical argument is just that or other it's just a danger and i think when we accept this idea of like there's a level of freedom where i get to still be homophobic we also accept that we're going to continue to kill people that are gay we're going to continue to kill Mm -hmm. people that are trans we're going to continue to kill our women we're going to continue to uh, brutalize our children if we accept that and i'm trying to convince as many people that can hear my voice we don't need to accept that you have to be some of this shit you do have to be all in on you can't just be on some like i don't care you don't get to not care and still like you can say that but you don't get to not care and still feel like you're not part of the problem you are absolutely part of the problem you are like it has to be a a transforming of the mind and of the of the culture that we're in it's the only way to change it there's there's just no other there's no there's no middle ground on some of this shit you know and mm-hmm. either you care that people are gonna die because of the, your beliefs or you don't right in the same way and i that to me that's equal to racism it's a lot of white folks that go i'm not to blame but they sit in silence and go i don't care people are dying you're doing the same thing in my mind like i don't see any difference yeah people be happy to say they don't care like it's a big thing it's a big joke to a lot of people right like i can't wait to not care like it's funny to me too like oh i love when i see old black people that just don't give a fuck no more like it's funny to me too but at the same time like i honestly do not want to strive to be a person that doesn't care about other people's humanity man it's not a goal of mine you know anyway yeah i know i joke and about being old and not caring but my thing is not not caring about certain things that actually tied me up <laughs> that actually prevented me from being free that's the part still gonna care still gonna love but as you get older 
shit they used to stress you out shit that you used to worry about shit that you used to think was the end of the world the older you get the less and less you realize it didn't mean shit and you tied yourself and wasted years and wasted time worrying about shit that at the end of the day did not affect nothing john writes in dear rod and karen oh my god when i saw the name Corey glover pop up on the show description i almost lost it living color was my favorite band as a teenager and their music inspired me to pick up a guitar and drums and to play music semi-professionally for the last for the past 20 years wow as one of your white listeners shout out to the other three (laughs) ha hearing you all talk about blackness pride and diversity of black experience etc i frequently thought wow i wonder if they've ever checked out living color because white uh because while i don't because i know rock isn't your main music style their lyrics are so focused on the same stuff you always talk about i mean they were writing black lives matter anthems back in the 80s check out some of their early time tunes like funny vibe open letter to a landlord which way to america and pride for some pretty relevant examples of just uh of just how ahead of their time they were with their cultural and political commentary anyways that episode was so much fun Corey is a very funny dude so he fit in great with the show it was wonderful hearing the discussions about music and just listening to you guys have such great fun exploring your culture also that white lady races beat down analysis was hilarious when they do come to nc you should definitely go see living color live yo we're gonna make it happen Mm -hmm. they tear shit up on stage unlike any band i've ever seen they absolutely kill it and usually without a whole lot of production dances fireworks etc you won't regret it keep up the great work love you both john thank Thank you thank you baby uh let's see Emil says dear uh hey rider karen happy tbgwt day i'm unsure about how to observe this day is it a day for somber reflection like good friday or a day to get crunk <laughs> like mlk day uh get crunk like mlk day yeah, get crunk yeah it, 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 yeah uh whenever uh whenever in doubt just get crunk and then we'll we'll rectify later uh this abstinence only education stuff is a no-no in our house we have two daughters seven and nine the nine-year-old has already gotten a sex talk we did it because the boy in her class told her he wanted to give her sex his phrasing we Lord, doubt right give it to him. the world ain't waiting for these parents by the way mm-hmm. they out here on your children come on because these other parents ain't waiting mm-hmm. uh, he gonna give it to us right he, if i don't know what the hell that means right he don't know shit about no damn sex but some shit he done seen on the, on his phone i heard somebody another right. parent say around him but you gotta watch these kids uh we doubt he knew what exactly he was talking about but we explained to her what sex was it did not use euphemisms for genitalia mm-hmm. we kept that shit scientific no pps and wee wees but penises and vaginas come on my wife started going down the clitoris road but we had to pull back on that part of the conversation you gotta pull back the hood on it anyway maybe <laughs> maybe at 16 we can go there our philosophy is that the the more information they had a better chance that they have at making informed choices and if we start conversations early then hopefully they will be comfortable talking about that shit later on also because the world is fucked up to girls we need them to know that if someone makes them do something they don't want to do they can talk to us mm-hmm. asking this only education only serves to cover sexual assault if you are in an environment where you're ex- where you expect to be judged harshly for being sexually active you will be less likely to report an assault it is astounding that that is even an issue in 2017 yeah also a lot of that shit comes down to like they'll they they cover sexual assault if a nigga jump out the bushes but if it's just like a family member or a friend or something you go on a date oh now now you're just a whore so that you can't even trust their whole sexual assault discussions right and and i know like for me the uh the first time uh how can i say this the first time i was um intimate uh 
I uh my I had one family member that asked me, was this something that you wanted to do? Mm-hmm. Nobody else even asked that. Everybody else just assumed the worst, but they was like, right? Did you consent? Was it okay? Mm-hmm. Do we need to go file police reports? Like, let me find out about you, right? Versus just making assumptions and name calling all the other stuff. Yeah, well, you about religion, right? Uh, the misogyny, all that shit. Like, yeah, and like I said, it's people that won't even talk to you about sex in the first place. And then, oh, you went out here and did something, you experimented. Uh, well, now you're a whore, Come on. just like that. You done lost all the, you know, all, all your innocence and all the esteem of your family. Like that, we can't be making that a cost that girls have to pay. Um, I love the episode with Corey Glover. I had to push back on one thing he said. He pointed out that overseas people appreciated American music, whether it was hip hop or rock or poppers, uh, as all American and not really differentiating. This was not the case in Jamaica. African American culture got way more traction than general American culture, whether it was music or television or movies. I guess it's our common history of bondage. I will say though that Living Color made me less ashamed of like a hard rock. When Coda Personality came, it was an eye opener. These cats were black as fuck singing this hard rock shit. They didn't try to exist outside of blackness. As a matter of fact, if you go down the music rabbit hole, you realize that hard rock is just something else that was stolen from blackness. Led Zeppelin's entire catalog is a crime scene of stolen music. Even their fucking cadences were stolen from Robert Johnson and Howlin' Wolf. Part of the reason why I have no patience for the Beatles and the Rolling Stones that their whole steez would have been non-existent were it not for black music. I hope you guys have a great time in Seattle when you get there. I wish I could go down and see you since Vancouver is only two hours north of there. Thanks, Emil. And, Thank uh, you. you know, I don't know that he was speaking for every place, but he was just saying with, throughout his travels generally in the mm-hmm. world, people don't necessarily see a, a, a that much of a difference. I'm right. sure there's some places that, you know, would be exceptions to the rule. Uh, long overdue, Falcons Diva writes in, greetings Queen Karen and Rod, happy TBGWT day, it's your girl Falcons Diva, it's been a while since I've written, I've gone back to my trifling ways of being behind on the shows, as such this might be long, I don't even know. Charlottesville, I was at an airport headed to DC for the Black Sony and when I looked up and saw that crap on the TV, all while walking through the museum, that mess was in the back of my mind. Thankfully I avoided the news while in DC, so I don't know, I didn't know about that idiot that drove into the crowd until I was in the airport heading back. Your Charlottesville episode is one of the best. Unfortunately, it's also why I fell behind because it took me some time to listen. Karen, I admire your growth regarding white women. I really do. I'm trying to get go get there, but recently realized how far away I am. I've been using this brother as my financial advisor for almost 10 years. About two years ago, he bought in a white guy. This dude is nice enough, but periodically I check back with the brother to make sure he wasn't passing me on. Well, ultimately he did, and at first I was semi-cool with it. It was still this brother's office, that is, until the white guy hired an assistant. Then I got a call from a white woman to schedule my meet- annual meeting. I decided it's time to move my money. God is working on my heart in this area. <laughs> Game of Thrones. I watched my first ever episode this season. After hearing your recap of episode four, I went back and watched. Uh, it took a second to figure out the characters, but that episode hooked me, sort of. I started watching episode five before the recap show, but I was a little lost, so I watched after the recap, so I plan to watch episode six after the recap, but y'all made me stop listening and go watch. When I can't, when I saw there was going to be an ice dragon, I almost lost it. I watched the season finale before listening to the recap show, but I won't, I can't wait to hear what you guys said. Inspired by Queen Karen, I'm not planning to go back and watch from the beginning. Your recaps have served me well. Hey, you listen to these recaps, you, 
pretty much know everything mm-hmm. yeah some people take it and use it as a coffee cooler talk i mean i mean what a what a cooler talk with well i'm saying show you can follow the show you don't actually need to go back and watch you can start watching it live all you need to know is what they look like and then once you know their names you're gonna be like oh tormon okay i got it Mm -hmm. speaking of tv tbgwt has me watching legends of chamberlain heights vice principles game of thrones snowfall and the walking dead maybe right i'm slightly mad at you for getting me to watch ballers again that's your fault everything i've said is said not to watch that show oh, ballers is terrible i told you the only reason why people watch it because they were like oh well we gotta wait for game we gotta wait for insecure you will not put that evil on me i i've told everyone that with ears do not li- watch that show right you said it was good at the premiere party fuck i did god damn it it was good first episode was good the pilot then after it went back that, to trash after that it went back to normal i don't vouch for that show I, I will never lie to y'all on this mic though okay I, the pilot was good that show is not mm-hmm. all right so i watched the end of last season the first two episodes of this season then i remember why i stopped watching lol i laugh every time you mention how bad it is it's so terrible so i got as far as the aria of the three piece with Corey glover i cried tears of joy periodically throughout the entire episode listening to you guys fan out on one another made me so happy i'm so happy we could provide that man real talk i'm glad some of the people enjoyed it we need more shit like that for the next four years Mm -hmm. i need more we need to go find some more folks we need more feelings like that for the next four years tvgwt is like that dude in college that doesn't know how fine he is lol (laughs) your humility makes me love your guys even more i love when Corey was like don't try to act like y'all ain't internationally known i listened to the feedback show (laughs) that was another moment that made my eyes sweat you guys deserve every accolade you receive i'm so proud to be part of tvgwt family now don't be like that dude in college when he finally realizes how fine he is and makes me pay a a thousand dollars for vip at the next negro con (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Negro Con should have VIP. That's what I'm about to say. Now you're giving me ideas. Oh, no, you're going to go to Korea and sit down with Chris and Brandon and be like, like yeah. how can we do VIP? Invite some people back to the green room. I know, so we can sign shit. We sip Chris, y'all sip piss. <laughs> <laughs> I would never do that. Ever. Uh, we just I, fucking with y'all. Never do that. <laughs> we are not, no, we would never do that. We're just going to be sure we get a bigger venue, y'all. Excuse me, don't talk to the talent i love y'all happy anniversary and enjoy your time off it will be it will give my tribal ass time to catch up uh yeah you're gonna need it. this episode long as fuck mm-hmm. p.s did karen even get her passport yes about yes it took me long enough yes pps you don't have to read this on the show well, oh what's the name of the restaurant i don't mind telling y'all the name of the restaurant the craft fried rice is called riley it's like r-a-i-l-a-y it's, it's a space between delicious. both of them i'm coming up later this month for the bruno mars concert i've been wanting to try that place oh go get you some mm, that crab fried rice mm, magnifique mm, it passed mwah. the coco cutie test yeah it did much love and stay blessed uh let's see what else we got uh latoya says Corey and fema uh a rod and karen i just wanted to drop in and tell y'all how proud i am of you too y'all are out here doing big things and you need to be recognized for that i'll admit i'm a huge lurker but i never but i've been a fan for years and this week you blew my mind when you got Corey. when Corey got on the show i was a big fan of living color when i was a kid and color personality was my jam but more importantly the combo that you and karen had about rock music and black acceptance was really good it was something i struggled with as a kid thank you for that i wanted to kind of give you some inside details on fema for the majority of us fema is a detail so they literally pull us off our normal job and put us on the phones fema didn't actually get activated until this wednesday a solid week after the storm began god damn are you for real 
it's bad y'all my calls usually involve tears and desperation there's a lot of confusion and people need to be informed fema isn't quick help can take seven to ten days so people really need to use their state local services and red cross to take care of their family there have been tons of donations given so be sure to stay on social media like their governor mayor city county and state facebook and twitter please help your fam connect with these services and don't be ashamed to ask and get all the resources you can white people aren't as a taxpayer you are entitled to this also yes i didn't even think about that yep do not let black shame stop your ass from getting help come on i know that shit that uh as black people we go through a little extra layer like you unemployed but you don't want to be the unemployed black man on unemployment you put in you're a taxpayer you have every fucking right and bills don't stop baby right get your mother get what you need to get to live to survive fuck that like i felt that way when i was unemployed and i and i and i'm not that type of nigga and i still remember being like fuck i'm the unemployed black guy right now like i'm going to meetings i'm going to hang out with my friends i'm the black dude with no fucking job these motherfuckers been unemployed before since i've known them we've been friends for years that shit was in my head you know i was not stupid enough to not get that unemployment though best believe that shit run my motherfucking coins i put in on texas nigga. right and that's the thing people fail to realize you put in but also i think that's an american thing american society our workforce the way we think about work here is so fucked up yeah. we really believe into working yourself to death we really believe in not taking vacation days overall we really believe in you know you taking you taking your personal time off is a motherfucking problem and it makes no goddamn sense that's why we're overworked tired exhausted a lot of times most most uh, uh companies don't get the best out of their employees because they don't allow them to actually rest you know i think we read in some countries how they pass laws that be like motherfucker if you're off the clock don't be picking up no emails don't be answering no phone calls that actually that law needs to be passed here. There's a lot of people that often i'm like why the fuck i'm getting an email from you nigga you ain't here today but people feel like they always got to be there yeah my point being it's an extra layer when you black though right so don't let that shit stop you if you need especially something life threatening like this get assistance right also remember this is a government agency so the name of the game is to deny 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 you are you are always giving your appeal rights if they deny you use them anyway i apologize for the length of this letter listening to people in pain makes me passionate and getting the word out lastly it was so wonderful to meet you too at awesome con uh especially you queen karen when you said you love my show i had to walk away and get myself back together (laughs) it's latoya from secret sauce yes uh, over mtr network you are definitely one of my podcast idols love y'all t like i say i'm a fan of so many different people and you know because i've been listening since the beginning because i i don't separate the fees i get the one mtr fee so i just listen to whatever comes up in the feed and i truly baby i really been a fan if y'all not on it get mtr network uh uh download the app and listen because this she put she brings a lot of uh black women on her show because it's specifically black women oriented Mm -hmm. and she has introduced me to drawers writers game developers like you name it and then you can go find their product find out about what they're doing like it is mind-blowing uh the detail of her show and baby i'm a big big fan yeah i can't wait to go on there and get interviewed about paperclip box so i can erase a lot of black women's work uh now i know what y'all saying rod you're not a black woman that's true 
but it can't stop me from erasing the work that they do in these streets okay so you still on that if you need yeah paperclip box oh you just because you think we you think we went away just because we don't ever do nothing and you don't never hear about us Mm-mm. anytime it's time for some y'all black like, women to get credit i like, will be there y'all like the green party yeah i will know whenever it's time for black women to get credit that's when i show up ah like i'm gonna put out a book two weeks before uh leslie and marissa book come out ah! paperclip box how to be a even better ally by not doing nothing <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be real short uh real short for it written by stacy dash um, oh no 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 <laughs> shana says Tavi TVGWT Day. In May, in May of 2015, I stumbled across a mention of your show while listening to two guys and a gal. They spoke of this dynamic married duo that gave you five shows a week, and I subscribed as soon as I could. And let me tell you, I was hooked from the very first episode I heard. I've heard of them before. Well, now I think it's uh, Jade and XD. So, okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they uh, I think it used to be two guys and a girl, mm-hmm. a gal, and uh, that's a dope show, too another show on my list of people i'm like Y'all, i'm gonna get them on it's a thousand people on that fucking list yeah, now we're gonna have to go back and, and make a list and actually start checking people off podcasts were uh were a new medium for me and within these nearly two and a half years you guys have revolutionized my listening experience you have entertained me opened my mind made me laugh until i cry and introduced me to so many other talented content providers and i can't thank you enough Ryder karen you are a true inspiration that will reign forever as my favorite pod parents much love and continued success for the years and years to come shana thank you thank you uh kenneth writes in happy anniversary and happy tbgwt day hi rider karen just listen i just wanted to say both uh you both i just want to say to you both happy anniversary and happy tbgwt day i'll definitely be picking something up from the store today and thanks again for all the work you do in making this show and this network as awesome as it is and also sharing parts of your lives with us brandon uh, oh be touch oh thank, thank you, me. you baby appreciate you fam mm-hmm. last one angela says tbgwt feedback show game of thrones oh this game of thrones feedback all right let's do it because i ain't, i know you don't want to wait two years to hear this mm-hmm. hi ride care i missed your live game of thrones recap so i listen to it later the things i know that after brand stark told samuel tolly that he that he's a three-eyed raven that knows all things past and present it didn't make sense to me that brand thought john was a bastard of dorn with the last name sand and that sam had to tell brand about the secret marriage of Rygar Targaryen and Lyanna Stark. Brand didn't seem to have a clue asking Sam, are you sure? And I'm still stuck on the fact that Jon Snow's hair is black instead of being white hair like the Targaryens. Yeah, sums up. I don't know, but uh he asked, are you sure? And then went and saw the wedding himself in his own vision. Mm-hmm. So I think he's he's like he has the some of these events he has the ability to tune into them, but he needs to know what to look for. Right. With Tyrion lurking in the shadow as Jon Snow's late cre- night creepy creeped into Daenerys' room, I too wonder what backroom deal Tyrion and Cersei made. Maybe Tyrion struck a deal to turn himself over to his sister at the war's end and return for Cersei supporting Danny in the Great War. Maybe, but here's the thing. Everybody keeps bringing that shit up. If Cersei betrays him, there's no fucking deal. So, like, because people kept saying, well, in that scene, maybe he's thinking about a deal that he cut for the for this unborn... uh unborn nephew cousin i don't know what the fuck that would be nephew brother anyway uh but y'all gotta remember it doesn't really matter if she's planning to betray them before that shit like he gonna not the deal won't matter so if that's all it was then to me that scene is just okay but if it's something more like 
even if it's just what karen said like y'all niggas need to stop fucking around this is serious or if it's as bad as i'm think which might be some jealousy either way is you know mm-hmm. i don't like it mm-hmm. um also we must remember that Tyrion, like sam is uh was is a voracious reader and probably knows who john really is as well i the story hasn't supported that yet i would need them to i feel like they would have to put something in there to make me feel like he knew and that's not enough yeah, like they normally do a good job with foreshadowing stuff like that that would be a really random thing to just be like and he knew the whole time right you know uh not that not that it's impossible or anything i'm just saying this how i would feel about it if we came back and he was like i knew he was a targaryen i'd be like yeah that's not that doesn't make sense then because that should have come up a long time ago correct uh as much as i love tormund people have forgotten about the sexual chemistry between jamie and lady brienne and since jamie has come to his senses by leaving cersei's evil ass there's no telling what might happen between those two side note i wonder what sir Bronn of the blackwater is going to do since jamie has left king's landing Ooh, that's a i like that question uh yeah i wonder if he's coming with him or something he might man i just hope cersei don't kill him because he's gonna be if he in king's landing by himself he dead cersei crazy yeah she's like you betrayed me and uh, as far as uh brienne and jamie i remember that chemistry but i don't think um I, I you know what i'm not gonna say i don't think i would like to see brienne and tormar get together Me too. more than i would like to see her get with jamie correct like i don't need your sesty sloppy seconds okay keep that to yourself um i can i can't be the only one to notice that with all those holes in the in the wings the ice uh version the ice dragon Viserion is already starting to decompose and as the ice further deteriorates you think at some point he wouldn't be able to fly anymore yeah maybe but he's like the people in my opinion the people dead them but them people are they, they, oh that's true they i feel like he could fly with bones yeah like if his wings were straight bone he'll still fly right just just because like, the other ones be running they don't have no muscle and shit Mm-mm. so that's that's truthfully what i think i think you die and then you can you can just do these supernatural things yeah all right uh we all we always seem to be asking this question but what the hell is gingery uh he collapsed at the wall well he's supposed to be going to winterfell uh, we don't i guess he ain't making it there yet all the other people fast traveling this thing ain't got back he's i don't know he's supposed to be going to winterfell they said but i don't know i don't know he collapsed at the wall after his marathon run we haven't seen him since no we saw him once it was when the hound was saying goodbye to tormon and dundarian i believe mm-hmm. at least i believe we saw him once I, I don't feel like going back and rewatching at this moment but i think that's what happened one one nc native to another happy 15th wedding anniversary karen and angela w aka at on the glow underscore up thank you thank you and that's everybody uh we did get some packages in the mail and we want to get them people they props yes okay? rod and karen token of my appreciation for sharing your talent wisdom and humor you guys have been a beacon of light in on many a dark day enjoy from rosalind harris at aka at serious moon Knight. um and she gave us um let me make sure i got the right thing yes she gave us steven universe art and origins yes i baby i'm gonna let you know right now i opened up the box i screamed in the car Yes. I love me some goddamn sleeping universe. She did. Uh, is this book? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think this is the one. Is this the one with the controversial sketch? It is. 
I wonder if it's if it's still in and here. I'm not sure. They probably took it out after they, that. They that may shit. have. You know, they she uh Yeah, that woman was like, I don't want to Rebecca Sugar's super woke and don't want them issues. Um and I know she probably not woke enough, but I'm just saying she definitely didn't want no issues with that racial shit. Yeah, I love Steven Universe and this is my it's like sketches mm-hmm. concept character design yeah, i can't wait to go through it and honey this book is mine ain't no kids getting a hold of this one and the other thing we got was somebody sent me the fate of the furious they sent us the fate of the furious i think it's still blu-ray dvd and digital hd that's how i get all my stuff okay mm-hmm. i like to be able to watch it with or without a disc and on my mobile uh and this one came from michael b he says hi black hi black enjoy your gift from michael b thank Thank you you. michael b joy we appreciate you now michael b thank (laughs) you so much bro uh thank you everybody for uh really making this a great uh second anniversary for tbgwt day a great 15th anniversary for us we thank you for all the love all the shots that shout outs across social media i actually took a bunch of pics of me and you i had one with just you by yourself you know all the way back to the very first picture with the matching sweaters and that one always kills everybody every time yeah i will uh put a link to the store the new storefront mm-hmm. on teespring uh in the in the show notes and you guys can uh you know peruse at your, at your leisure mm-hmm. if there's an item or something that y'all want or need or whatever um i will uh you know i'll make sure that uh to 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 get that to you you know just let me know um but uh yeah just just let us know man i hope you guys enjoy uh the week that i'm gonna take off and i'll probably i will probably take it off of everything to be honest but i'll let you guys know you know what i mean like premium people you'll get an email if i decide to do anything this week but everybody else uh catch up on the show listen to some premium stuff go listen to other people's podcasts do all that stuff um yeah and, we had a lot of guest spots over the last month but these you mean yeah like i said let us know if you need more items or whatever just email us the blackout tips at gmail uh all right until then uh i love you i love you too Mwah. <laughs>